0: I thought you were dead. Get
1: the sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I
2: heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead, back there. He was worse than dead. It must be dead. Is this a dead man, doctor?
0: Who's Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunks?
3: Oh, he's like some a helper hit. guy with yeah, a big like arm. There's your AI in your brain. Does something? he have a dick? I don't know. I haven't played that haven't There's played probably a mod. of it.
0: Fell right through his dick. There's probably a mod
1: where Keanu Reeves replaces your dick. Oh. Probably is. There's
3: to the CSGO Chinese mods, they're just like <laughs> anime girl thighs that reload your gun. And shit like that. It's, it's so bad. Or like, it's like an anime girl that's like holding your, like, your, the, like the cock of the gun. It's like, oh, it's so, and it's so bad. It's very sad. It's bad, it's bad. Very Why sad. is that bad? It just sad. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah, you did
0: describe some pretty cool things.
3: I'm, <laughs> I'm just jealous it's not an uh, American server.
0: Alright, I'm gonna roll into the episode now. Hello, oh! everyone. Welcome to Roast Mortem. You belong here. All of you, every single one of you, especially you guys. Hi, how's it going, boys? I
3: was kidnapped and brought okay. here.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, hey. it's usually your names. I'm Tom.
2: I'm Travis. I'm Mike.
0: I'm Connor. All right, good. Uh, that's out of the way.
2: I forgot my name for a <laughs> second. I, was to I always name forget. If I go
1: third or
3: you yeah, go third I was- or fourth. I want to be polite. Wait, that's what I'm problem.
2: Mike, is it, did you forget your name? Because you're just in the CS:GO Gary's mod, like your chef. I'm <laughs> Chef Stevenson? Tony Hawk in Gary's mod. Civil gamers, <laughs> if you're on there, what uh, what
3: restaurant do you work at? That's just in the, it's in the D blocks Chef area. Oh, the prison! So you the prison, prison chef.
2: <laughs> you have to franchise it. You have to franchise the prison with the Red Lobster. That's how realistic. I, I, you know, that's an idea.
3: Shiny. I'm gonna bring to the. I'm gonna bring it yeah. to the administrator. You have to talk to every yeah. admin there to get something done, or else you go to jail. You go to jail. In like, jail. In, <laughs> so you, 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 in jail, you go in timeout, which is like thirty minutes of you in solitary, solitary confinement, and yeah. you can't like if you leave the server and join back, you're still in it for thirty minutes until that's you great. serve it out. That's cool. So it's like if you can fuck you just up, like right? do
1: push-ups to like keep your mind from going insane. You can dance.
3: You can go outside <laughs> physically. Uh you can tan outside, and it's like or just, uh, I, be, I mean not not like gr-
0: that. You know, like oh go touch grass mentality. I mean, you just go outside smoke a cigarette. You mean set up the? game I guess I could just outside? leave and come back. Was... <laughs> yeah.
2: I, it would be great if it was like you had to just slightly move your mouse a little bit, so you had to be in <laughs> there. Yeah. Like if you
1: stare too long in one direction, you go insane and have to restart your file. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, you well, have what to what keep you moving your mouse. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what I do when I sign off is I I usually give the prisoners some weapons. I, like, sneak them some weapons, <laughs> or I'll, like... Cause what you do is they, they take these, uh, these scientists come, and they take prisoners out to do experiments on them, So I'll just murder the scientists and take my card out and let all the prisoners out and I just sign off
0: oh that's fun
1: is someone yeah. else playing as the scientist
3: yeah everyone's playing as an individual thing they're all role-playing and some dudes take it so serious it's like hilarious <laughs> and they freak the that's fuck cool. out yeah, yeah so. i would kill those guys too yeah like, I'm you're like, the I'm, bad guy yeah i'm signing out i'm like people the revolution i kill and i start and they're like what the fuck i'm stabbing all the fucking scientists
0: who would be so the, are like the cops the prison guards those are real people too yeah they, they shoot you down those people you. should be shot in real life <laughs> like who's like yeah i'm yeah, gonna yeah, keep these yeah, people yeah. these digital people in there <laughs> Yeah, like, that's, pretty- that's <laughs> that's not fun. So get, get like escaping. Be, well, you yeah. get
3: rewarded when you 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 guard you bring the you guard the prisoner with the scientist to the. What do exp- they
0: do? They send you Ethereum or something of no, any value. you Just rank up in the game. Oh, cool! The- yeah, totally <laughs> worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: yeah,
3: prestige, bro. Well, right, well,
0: yeah. So that's how your how is your week actually, Mike? I know it started <laughs> uh, off interesting. Uh, exactly a week ago today. Yeah, the show. As you yeah. left as my I house. left The show. I yeah. almost
3: died. I, I uh Whoa, I was driving on a very scary road on Long Island with there's, like it's no lights and two deers jumped out right in front of me. Like literally like oh. like some like where you can't like it's like no holy... chance. Yeah, no chance to like swerve or anything and I had to like you know, like, your spidey senses or your fucking adrenaline kicks in and the mama there's like a baby a bambi and a mama like jumping out I'm Like what? Like, like, there's no one on this fucking road, and my brights on. They why the fuck would they jump out at this moment? I guess because they're stupid.
0: They are pretty
2: dumb. M- Mike, were they trying to do that like when two people pull the uh, like the imaginary string across the road? <laughs> <they're> two, basically <laughs> yeah. doing
3: that, bro. Yeah. And I fucking like there's a gap in between the deer and the fucking baby deer. I'm like, I play GTA, you know, I'm fucking good at driving, so. <laughs> I fucking, you know, fucking swerve, brake, and I fucking clipped the baby deer. I think it was flying out the side of my car. But, like, the whole time, I'm like, I'm fucking dead. Like, this is it, It's how I die. Because it's like, you have no, I'm like, there's no time for me to re- react.
1: Yeah, and that, that's a scary road. And I'm literally
3: driving down this road. It's so peaceful at night. I'm listening to the Jet Set Radio fucking song. It's like, <laughs> radio, Jet Set Radio. And I'm like, it'd be crazy if I just die right now, right? And this shit just fucking happens. Wait, did the baby deer fuck your car? I got... No, thank God it didn't. It, like, clipped the side of it, because I, I swerved, and it, like... I missed the mama, and the baby's front end hit the side of my car and, like, ricocheted. Was it jumping, like,
1: into you or away from you when
3: you hit it? It was away from me. I thought I was like, going through my windshield. I was like, yo, oh, if I hit this thing head-on, but I clipped the front of it just so I didn't, like... Dude, it happened so fucking fast. Oh, it was so fucked. And I was like, this...
2: Do you think the baby deer was? Okay? It was not okay. I feel. <laughs> oh no! Dude, I got in my car,
3: and the thing's like spazzing out, and it's like it's like whimpering and shit, and like moaning, and I'm like, bro, I can't. Like, I just fucking did this shit,
0: and then you called me, and, and I, I was like, what Tom. do you want me to I do? Like, oh, I, mean,
3: I was like, maybe Tom will come mercy kill it. Maybe and I was like, I was, I was hoping in the back of my head. <laughs> really, you
0: were? Yeah. You'd hope that? I would have if you asked me.
1: I I, I wouldn't
3: be happy. I, 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 I wanted do you to ask
0: first. You, I was what like Would you have ask done
1: it you. with a blunt object or a sharp one? A sharp one. You have a
0: short. How would you do it? No, I, I would grab a spade, like yeah. a shovel, oh. and just go right through its neck. Stomp its neck Stop, out. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't want. I don't like suffering. No, I know? know.
1: It's like it's just
3: the man. moaning and the whimpering kind of like really fucked me up that night. I was like kind of yeah, thinking about. Yeah, cool. Or, or I
0: would. I. I um. My father-in-law has a pump-action rifle that we kill rats with sometimes. So, see if a rat in the yard, we sneak around, pop she it. Yeah. This thing, yeah, close. I you could kill a deer with it.
2: I think the Marie Antoinette style would be the the best yeah. way. Just get that head right. Yeah, yeah. I'll
0: have, I wouldn't cut it off. Trust me, I would just like crush the windpipe enough. Yeah,
3: find the spine. In hindsight, I was like really shook. I was like, damn, I could have just. I thought I was gonna die. I was like, or I like, I really injured because I thought, I was like, yo, those fucking mama deer is gonna go right I felt through
0: my windshield. Terrible for you, man. You called. You were, you, you. You seemed composed enough, but I was oh, like, so that's, I this is all the adrenaline running. Through. Yeah, this thing is yeah. just
3: crying on the side of the road. I'm like, damn, I just fucking did this. But
1: it was not. Oh, I, I couldn't it's it's anything I could do. Yeah. It was, also, there's an overpopulation yeah. of deer on Long Island. Yeah, that's so. true. You're doing your part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like,
3: uh, you got only <laughs> Do you check? Do yeah, you check yourself for ticks? I, I didn't get too close to it. I was kind of shook.
1: Um, but if your windows are down and you hit it. No, and my windows were flying, flying right, right, right in. Tick, yeah, I <laughs> had the AC
3: on. I was like, "Radio, Jet Set Radio." And now every time I listen to that fucking song, I think about hitting this fucking deer. You hate oh, that man. song now. Yeah, I've ruined it for me. This <laughs> oh, is a great no. fucking song.
0: Use that song as an alarm when you you know you have something important to do yeah, in the morning. You'll fly you I'm know, just like, like <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah. oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's the deer's So I'm haunted my eyes. by the moans of Bambi. All right, well, I'm glad you made it, and uh, so, yeah. you're here with us now, Connor. How was your week?
1: My week was pr- real good. Uh, my sister got married last week. Oh wow! Well. Congratulations. Congratulations! Oh hey, a lovely couple, lovely couple. We had a fun night in Brooklyn. Went out and drank, and we were in the neighborhood that um, my sister met her husband at, which was also like it was. They met after work one day, and I had worked for her with her at that same company. So we went back oh, to wow. our old office and smoked a cigarette out in front, just like old days.
2: Nice, yeah. Wait, you didn't break in? We actually we inside? actually tried.
1: Uh, so we walked past <laughs> the door, and there was a security guard there. So we're like, all right, we're not going to go in. We'll just stand outside and smoke. And then it was again like 1030 at night on a Saturday. And some guy just like clocks in, and we're like, hey, you work in this building? He's like, yeah. Like, you want to let us in? He's like, no. <laughs>
0: you and your drunk sister? We're
1: like, we worked here years ago. The company's not here anymore, but whatever. He's like, yeah, all right. And just... Like, <laughs> <stopped>.
0: goodbye yeah
3: <laughs> yeah but it was fun we had a good time yeah congratulations yeah yeah all good and then
0: uh you told me you killed a deer too uh just for fun though Oh, okay yeah. right, right. <laughs> uh. well yeah, not uh, funny
3: guys come on i got ptsd <laughs> no that's rough
0: post-traumatic stress dick
3: <laughs> yeah. Dick, uh, there
0: you go uh, yeah. yeah
3: jet set radio <laughs> it's the part where it was like radio <laughs> radio Radio. And I was like, <laughs>
0: Radio. <laughs> come on. Best, Best part. part of the song. <laughs> Best part of the song. I happened to.
2: I remember I had a wreck uh, when I was in high school. I wasn't driving, uh, but we were listening to a song from the Bomberman. Man oh, soundtrack, shit. and I just remember like blacking out for like a sw- like a second, then hearing Bomberman come in, like seeing all the fucking powder of the wind <laughs> oh, of the, wind, shit. Of the uh, bags and the the glass. And I'm like, oh. All right. This must cool. be how Bomberman feels. <laughs> yeah, <it's blowing laughs> yeah. up. How's it going on the West Coast how- over there? Oh, it's going all right. Uh, yeah, I'm just ba- I came back for one week and then I'm I'm coming back. I'll be on the next episode with you. Hell boys. yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, Sweet. But yeah, I flew back uh, just racking up them miles, you know, going to the lounges, going into the showers that they have in the lounges. <laughs> nice. You know, why yeah. not? You got to use
0: all those perks, you know.
2: Yeah, they they put some pretty expensive lotion in those showers. I did you steal say. some of it? Yeah, I did. Uh, take. Yeah. Let Good. me ask you uh, something. You, go. you got
0: that uh, TSA pre check,
2: dude? I got pre check. I got priority pass. I'm yeah, fucking clear. I'm an MVP. Dude, I,
0: I didn't know that the the pre check was like a seven year thing that would cost eighty dollars. Yeah, like the amount of yeah, hours I, got I spent it. in line, and I was just like, that's got to be like a fifteen hundred dollar a year. Perk. Nah. I'm like that I, that wouldn't be worth. $80 for 7 years? That's a really good. I want to shoot myself hey. for every time <laughs> I didn't
2: do that. Here's the kicker. I also got it for free through my bank. What? Amazing. So, yeah, I got to register What yeah. that <laughs> bank. What bank? Yeah. Uh shout out Chase. <laughs> oh, Chase. oh Chase. Chase. Chase too. Yeah. Chase, Chase helping me. Chase we are now a Chase sponsored <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah, officially.
2: Well, <laughs> you know, Chase. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: we'll be sending you a bill
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah but tom you have to give them your fingerprint i know
0: i'm fine dude i i'm under the radar i'm still not a criminal yet i've done many criminal things allegedly
2: uh, let me tell you to get because you have to go to a special place for this if anyone's interested in getting the tsa pre-pass if you haven't already i feel like the majority of the places you could go for the fingerprinting and like the the picture and everything are weird I looked up a few different locations. One in Portland was literally in like a hotel lobby and they had like a convenience store. And then like the, the place where you get your clearance for TSA. So
0: <laughs> um, what's the turnaround like?
2: Uh, I think it was like about uh, three weeks. All right, so I got to get on this. Maybe yeah, I got to do it soon. It's I will good. never
0: fly again without it.
2: Dude, it's so good. You just walk through. You don't to take your shoes off or nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. like the way it should be where you just walk to the airplane.
2: Yeah. Tom how was your week?
0: <laughs> oh, well, I'm getting ready for this wedding. I'm streaming the wedding to a bunch of people who can't make it, so I've been doing this multi camera setup around the yard. um It's been a pain in the butt. I have some grievances i I think I should be considered handicapped for something so i I wear a size large shirt i'm um a fit man. Six foot three, stunning, in a lot of regards. My neck is that of a fat man's.
2: What's your size? Eighteen.
0: Ooh, I don't. You're I don't a know half, half neck size, size down from yeah. Henry Rollins' neck. I straight up. I so for my size, the average is like 15 and a half, 16. Oh wow, you're above average. That's good. I it's went like, to Macy's. Like I asked head. the guy to help. He was like, "Sure." There's got to be something here for you. I was like, "Great." Um, he measures my neck. He goes, "We don't have anything for you <laughs> no, for that body, freak. I need a handicapped parking Tom, spot. Go to the man. freak
4: store, yeah. you're, you're Tom. Let tall. me
2: tell you, other sponsor of this show, we got Chase and then DXL, dude. They got strange sizes. I do there. need I. Ha- I mean, I'm fat, but they got strange. No, sizes. Th-
0: and I I bought three shirts online. All of them, they were custom pit, uh fits. It was like, oh yeah, a large with this size neck, mm-hmm. this size sleeve, Nothing. all that." They all came in. They fit like bags. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Uh, No one's listening to me. So I I did go to 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 a tailor eventually. But like... I don't look weird, do I, guys? Yeah, no, I, would never, I would it, never... you wouldn't ever. Until you, so wouldn't you brought this. it up, now I can't stop
3: seeing it. Nice, yeah. <laughs> now I'm really <laughs> studying your neck.
0: Yeah, it's really quite well, thick. The neck
3: muscle you work out without even knowing because you're just like turning your head all the time. And I'm shit really nervous. I'm yeah. constantly
0: nervous. So I'm looking, I'm darting around the room. I have <gasps> eye, owl shaped eyes, so they don't move around yeah. my head, they're like cylindrical. Anyway, that
2: I think if anyone meets Tom in real life, they're going to notice right away he can't move his eyes left yep. or right. <laughs> it's true.
0: It's I make strange. a lot of people nervous. One um, of his most
1: distinctive characteristics. Yeah. People <laughs> yeah. get
0: very upset around me. Uh, the other thing I did today, first facial. Mm. Oh. So well, that, well, that was is, oh Whoa. How many guys? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, Congratulations! Huh? I had to hold that. I had to hold my tongue so many times. The girl who did it to me was very, very, very cute. It was a girl
1: who did it.
3: To wow. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was a girl, and Yo, I was in there wow, for forty-five Thomas minutes. Very...
0: One facial. Could you Dang, imagine that?
3: No fire hose.
0: She made Peter Northwood <laughs> like <laughs> absolute amateur. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a bizarre experience to have someone give that much attention to your face. Yeah. I don't think a lot of men get these facials that ladies like. The closest they can, is like they if can you say get it like with the, not a single smirk. The in shave. Them. I don't understand. You walk in the place and they just got you here for the facial? <laughs> <laughs> How <laughs> yeah, do you not Maybe, I don't know. Is that what yeah, they call it still? You got are immature. <laughs> I saw a lie. I thought it might have been like, <laughs> facciali? Or yeah. I, something Italian?
2: <laughs> I mean... To be honest, when I go to a, a donut store or some place that sells cream pies, I'm chuckling <laughs> yes. all the time. <laughs>
0: yeah, one of Gab's friends was over last week, and I made some joke like that, and she was like, "Boy humor." She just said it. That's so true. She just said <laughs> boy humor. She didn't laugh. She didn't like
1: that. She doesn't have a sense of humor. She, yeah,
0: no, yeah, yeah. no her, <laughs> yeah, she's awful. Not no, no, humor. she she has no sense of humor. This girl, because that's just funny. You're, cream I'm, pies. That's yeah. Funny. yeah. Come on. <laughs> it was great. A classic. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so I got my first facial, everyone. Nice. Congrats. Congratulations, I'm nice them. and proud Congrats. of that. So, Congrats.
2: We have a, a long one tonight. We do. Well, we've had a long one for uh, two months. right? Three months? Ooh.
0: Where are we at? I don't even know. A long
1: one building up to Tom's facial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the climate.
0: Thank you, <laughs> Connor. Thank
2: climate? you. Thank you for I, finding I the think... humor, making the jokes <laughs> Yeah, I it. think... I think we've learned that our subject would be very interested in your facial, Tom. He'd probably write like five pages, ten pages on the customary study of faces. Yeah, well, yeah, good guy. So, all right, guys, we're going back to Richard Francis Burton. It's the final decade of our magnificent adventurer, amongst many other titles he holds. Um, now, it wouldn't be Burton without a him going out with a bang, you know what i'm saying? Banging bang. it out. Yeah. We all like that. Uh so before we jump into this final chapter that's going to be the 1880s, we're going to rewind a little bit because throughout all of the adventures, you know, all of the penis exams, the esoteric studies that we've done, uh Richard has constantly been publishing books and i kept mentioning that I'm going to go back and talk about his his work as an author because it's just been book after book, article after article, treaty after treaty. The man did not stop throughout all of this journey. We He's
0: got. a regular old J.K. Rowling.
2: Yes. Um. Very. Right well, in the facts. Yeah, right yep. in the facts. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh. So. Pretty much every adventure, every destination he's gone to, with the exception of that one trip through the Andes into Peru, Burton published at least one multi-volume travelogue or cultural study. So everything we've talked about, every place, he's documented, he's written like fat-ass books. Now, were these journals most of the time? um it was like a it's a weird kind of combination of it's not written in a journal form it's written more of like a travel like rick Steves, oh or someone God. like that you know <laughs> who's rick if steve's travel guys <laughs> yeah rick steve's, rick steves yeah. Steve, yeah. Go ahead, i'm gonna go, google yeah. it yeah yeah
1: he's uh he's he was like one of the not one of the first but well it's probably one of the first like big like television travel guys and he wrote a bunch of, like, travel guide books, too, and if you see his face, you just realize, like, oh, yeah, no wonder, like, white Americans in their old age love this guy. Uh, this, uh, yeah, this
0: yeah. guy, I'll buy anything
1: yeah. this guy. He's got a very when soothing I, voice. When, when I'm in, in my build. 50s. Yeah, and it's I'm always, not, he also yeah. only goes to Europe, though.
0: I'm pretty sure he does not leave Europe. Yeah, Rick Steves, well, yeah. I mean, anywhere else he would get mugged <laughs> or see uh, different colored people, which might throw him off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Bullish.
2: He's very Flanders esque. <laughs> he really is, <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. What a uh, guy.
2: Yeah, so it's it's very much like it's not a it's not a journal so much as it is like a like a, a travel story and he goes into the detail. Remember we talked about circumcision. Oh, yeah, yeah. he will go on a diatribe about that for ten pages. Oh, he's boy like Anthony, Anthony Bourdain, He's the bad boy of travel guides. <laughs> yeah, and he, yeah, he may have I don't, we'll we'll get into if he ate a lot of dick along his way, but we'll see. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, all of that we talked about. And on top of all these travel logs, he was also printing other things or publishing other things like the Bayonet Treaty I mentioned or uh, the gun blueprint that he came up with.
3: Or the, was he like anti Semitic or something like that too?
0: Yeah, he wrote some stuff about Uh, that, right?
2: Yeah, he did. He did a little bit. Yeah, some articles that were anti-Semitic, and he obviously talked about the Sotadic Zone, which we're gonna go into a little. Oh bit yeah, more. My, that's
0: everyone's favorite zone. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but in the great nineteenth-century tradition, he was also a poet. Oh, because you know they all did that shit. Gotta be spitting bars. No TV back. You man. know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, you know, you start writing your journal, and all of a sudden, you write one of those rhymes by accident. You go. That wasn't too hard. Yeah. Start doing that. Yeah,
3: bang out ten more. Rose is a red <laughs> guy. Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Tom, I th- I think he would like your rope poetry.
0: Oh man. I forgot where I-, I-, I actually came across those recently. Slam poetry? No, I just used to write this really disgusting poetry. Well, like and just send it to my friend Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> like
3: Butts and Guts. Yeah, it was mostly sluts. about
0: dicks and you know. Getting the getting, uh, I don't know. It was bad, I, very visceral stuff.
2: Right. So I touched on a little bit of the poetry, poetic flair that he had when I did that. the when he was talking about speak and you know his death death mask, but he was constantly writing poetry as well. Um, now I purposely avoided the literary side of Burton until the final episode because I thought. You know, it'd be a nice way to recap the story, and it will lead up to the magnum opus of his uh, final decade of his career. You know, uh, the thing that he's most well-known for. It is in the Circumcisions. Uh, Spoilers. It's a shame. Hmm. Yeah. So let's jump right in. Burton first started publishing books while he was in the East India Company in India during that whole time period when he was you know trying to learn the 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 monkey language and you know hanging out with all the boys
0: i like the monkey language thing i forgot about that yeah so
2: Bless in me. 8 in 1851 and 1852 he pumped out four books of his travels and the cultures that he encountered encountered and i'm not going to make this like listing out all the books but i thought i'd mention these first four uh, Goa and the Blue Mountains, or the six months of sick leave. Uh, Sind or the unhappy valley. Oh, and then he spell then he spells Sind differently. Sind and the races that inhabit the uh, Valley of the Indus, and falconry in the Valley of the Indus. Oh, he's got it. He's covering a lot of bases. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's also in two years. <laughs> And these aren't these aren't like uh, we're not talking about like thin little books, right? These are chunky but, boys. Some of them are multi-volume. But when he
0: was in India, he really wasn't doing much. It's we true. know that he was fucking. He was experimenting. Well, he, and Mike,
1: like Mike said, there was no TV. Yeah, so. yeah. So you'd just go only on well, you only fuck a couple times a day. Doing? Read a yeah. couple.
0: Write a couple chapters. Go to bed. Some people read to go to sleep. Yeah, this you gotta guy writes write your go own go to
1: TV sleep. back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then
0: Ross entered the room (laughs)
3: Imagination
2: Uh, Yeah, so As I mentioned in the series um, These original books were Very hard to read Burton loved going into Verbose, like, esoteric words He also just make up words But the big thing was The gigantic footnotes And this continued throughout his entire career he just would write you know a paragraph and then the bottom part of the page would just be all oh, tiny
1: this is where david foster wallace got it from <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> yeah for sure
1: um
0: david Fo- he's the infinite jest guy right yeah
1: which is like 300 pages
0: of footnotes yeah the i fuck? i read like i think about the first hundred pages of that one yeah. and i was the, like
1: I, I i'm not that i hip. think the longest footnote is something like 65 pages long
0: that's ridiculous. It's yeah. a fiction story. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, like you could tell it in the story. Like, yeah, whatever. It's just what he does. <laughs> yeah. that's
2: that's like Burton. That's exactly <laughs> like Burton. So, um, now all of these books uh, in the beginning were they weren't like public bestsellers, um, but these original works got him on the map academically, uh, mainly through uh, anthropologists. Or this term that I love, Orientalists. Mm. That was a whole study back then. Yep. Uh, Yeah. And that just Orientalists lumped in like everything, like Africa, India, China. I think that's
0: rebranded now as Weeb. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: Um,. Yeah, there was particularly Orientalists were continued They didn't have, like, Egyptologists at first. They were just Orientals. Like, what? <laughs> That's not... Uh, that everything over oriental. there. Huh? Yeah.
0: I don't know. The pyramids kind of look like them sun hats, right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, so these, like, book nerd science boys are kind of, like, reading Burton, but... And some of the public are. Obviously, Isabel was able to pick them up at his at her local, like, Bonds and Nables or something like that. It's
1: uh, Waterstones in... England, I think. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Waterstones is their bookstore.
2: Oh. <laughs> their well, books. There's also WH Smith's, I think, is another one, right?
1: I think that's a pharmacy that also
0: sells books, unless I'm wrong. <laughs> books on pills. <laughs> they have, uh, what's that other one? Oh, yeah, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never heard of that yeah. one. That's
3: fine. Yeah, hard. Waterstones is the bookstore. Adult books. That's a good one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh we're, we're gonna, we're gonna. It's local. Mike, <laughs> Mike, you like adult, you like adult books? Three that's down on. Uh, oh, yeah, you got a good selection. Then you're gonna love where Burton takes his career. I um, think I know a
3: little bit about the, uh, the little Indian boy lairs he went to. <laughs> used to write about. Oh, uh,
2: that's just the that's the first uh, that's the first step. That was the first magnificent step into the world of adult uh, <laughs> that's the tip that he's going to That's gonna the do. first
0: circle of Christian hell. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um so uh Burton in his youth was a very busy man but so he didn't really have time to mix and mingle in the beginning with the literary elites um, until right around the time when he married Isabel um, and he starts his career as a consul in 1860 so he's kind of, you know, he's writing these books, you know, he's busy doing shit. He's He went out to the Nile, you know, he's all over the place. But around 1860 is when he starts to actually hang out with, you know, the authors and shit. Okay.
3: You know? Rubbing elbows and shit.
2: Yeah. So
3: um, I got a question. Hold on. How yeah. much, uh, like how many books were produced? Do you think like back then? Like you would, he would produce himself. Like a small, that he produced himself. Like a small run of these books.
0: Oh, like what a printing
3: size? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Print how many? Were
1: tiny. Back then, right? Yeah. yeah. So, especially compared to now, yeah. it's like a
3: niche thing to find his books.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of them. I mean, I, I read, saw some of the numbers. It was like some of them were like a thousand copies, and that was like in the middle area. Some of them were literally like five hundred oh, wow. copies. Yeah, you know. Um, and some of these books that he starts printing will also be very underground okay uh so from 1853 to 1860 he publishes five more multi-volume books um countless other scientific papers and articles these were the bayonet treaties the trips to mecca harar Tanganyika, and salt lake city um so even while he's doing all that shit he's still getting shit published um while Burton had friends all over the world, in 1860, he was brought into that literary world that I talked about of uh, poets and horny senpai erotica boys. <laughs> boys just wanted to His read that hentai. It's <laughs> great. I love it. Yeah. Um, now, he did probably meet... I mean, we've been, I've introduced this guy before, the Mokton Milne guy. Remember he hung out with Frank uh what was it uh, uh Hanky? Fred Hanky, yeah. Uh
0: yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank with the Mock Mockton guy.
2: Yeah. So he probably met this dude Mockton in the 1850s, but um Mockton was the man who introduced him to all of the societal oddballs, right? All of these like liter- literary people. Um now Mackton Milnais is a very interesting character. He was the first baron of Houghton, uh and he was born in 1809. And he was actually the fir- uh, he was actually an unsuccessful suitor of Florence Nightingale. That's like his claim to fame.
1: <laughs> wow, what a weird
0: claim to fame.
1: Yeah, imagine being known yeah. for failing to get a girl. Like that's your
0: <laughs> Yeah, right? That's, that's like worse than like I slept with Gene Simmons. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Now, Mockton was a very learned and pretty pious man to the outside world, but within his famous Freyston Hall, um, his world became more of a world of depravity, occultism, and erotic ecstasy. So, very kind of pious to the outside, would hang out with all these priests and stuff. Behind this closed door, he'd be throwing some weird sex parties and shit. Sounds like a cool dude.
3: I say so. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I think it's cool.
2: <laughs> one friend described him as the uh as the president of hell of the president of Heaven and Hell Amalgamation Amalgamation Society. Oh. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but I like the imagery. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> so the centerpiece of Freiston Hall was a humongous library stocked with one of the world's largest collections of erotic literature. Uh, Mockton was very proud that he had a full collection of Marquis de Sade's manuscripts on his shelf. That's,
0: I mean, that's a feat to have.
2: Yeah. It's a good collection.
0: <laughs> I would want it.
2: Yeah. Do you think when his priest friends came
1: over, he was like, no, it's just a collector's item. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. The
0: way I see it, is that if it's in my house it's not floating out there yeah for young exactly. eyes to be <laughs>
2: yeah, right. So I'm just you
0: know I'm controlling
3: it. I suck the pages together so no one read them <laughs>
2: that, that's why I have about 12 uh, hentai anime pill- pills because <laughs> I'm just trying to like get it out of the circulation justice for everyone
1: yeah.
2: gotta buy them out they're always you know? sold out they'll
1: probably stop making more
2: yeah that's how capitalism works. <laughs> yep uh huh. So, uh, from Burton's perspective, Burton thought Marquis de Sade was a bit too much. Uh, too much. Too much. Yeah, he
0: did too much. Yeah.
2: He was a mensch. <laughs> yeah, he was a mensch. Uh, one of his pre- friends actually proposed that Burton translate Justine into English. And Burton said, the, fr- the French of Dr. de Sade is monstrous enough, and a few pages choke me off hey yo uh, oh he wants to be uh, choked off all right mm. yeah right but what bile it would be in anglo-saxon
0: so he's admitting it would rule but he's not willing yeah. to do it <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> just the thought of it i though. like
1: how he's basically yeah. being like doubly racist where like well the french suck and yeah it's too good for the english language well the english language is too good for this
0: yeah, yeah. I, in <laughs> French, you can expect this potty language. From him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in English, exactly. oh, I'll be real smut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Although there was bits of Marquis de Sade that really did um, peak Burton's interests, specifically the flogulation and mutilation. Uh, Burton was very interested. We talked about circumcisions a lot, specifically around these circles. He'd like to. You know, tell weird tales and talk about oddly fetishized male and female castration.
0: I'm not horny. Yeah. <laughs> when I hear that, I'm just Opposite. not horny.
2: Opposite. Yeah. yeah. Soft. Well, these, these boys, uh, you know, these boys would be like, oh,
0: yeah. Let's see it. <laughs> it's so weird. So specific. Do you think he saved his
1: foreskin? We can only hope. To, oh, like, yeah. show off at these parties. <laughs> Look what I got.
0: Check this uh, shit out. That, Check this that's thing. how he proposed to Isabel. Yeah. It <laughs> slipped it over her finger. It's like, why do you have beef jerky? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: now, I mean, Marquis de Sade is a little bit... Uh, that's much. But not all of the stuff in Moncton's library was uh, that brutal. And you might say, well... What's wrong with a little bit of hentai? What's wrong with seeing uh, Marge Simpson get deep th- uh, deep throat Peter Griffin? Nothing wrong with that. that. Yeah. All right. So,
3: <laughs> we've all seen it on those websites. It's in the corner. Yeah, it's right. like
0: in the ads. Well, oh, of course. Yeah, you can't help it. How are you going to not see it? You can't unsee it. We know that.
2: Yeah. Hey, it's capitalism. I mean, some people have to be clicking those links.
0: Yeah, you got to think. Like, they have been up there forever. Those. Oh, yeah. I and mean, It's like someone is clicking. There is through traffic here to keep these up.
2: Yeah. Now, the thing is, is back, we're in the 19th century, so, you know, watching uh, Marge, Deep Throat Peter, not going to happen because uh, the collection and anything horny, erotic, uh, pornographic was underground due to the Obscene Publication Act of 1857. Now, this act gave British magistrates the power to destroy all books and prints that they deemed pornographic, and they could give warrants to the police to search out premises that they suspected had said. Really?
0: uh, Wow. They can still do that today, England. England's... Yeah? Yeah, they... they, um, You know that video, Nasty? Like no, it's the list. Like that's what they call. It's the most English thing. To, the the no no list for publication. So like, if a horror movie comes out and it's like too much for the British public, oh, uh, or deemed as such. Um, if sense. if it gets publication before it gets thrown on what they call the video nasty, which is so English sounding, mm-hmm. video nasty, <laughs> video
2: nasty. It's on the video nasty. 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 You can't watch Boy. it.
0: Um. They can send police to where it's been distributed. Wow. And like, yeah, so yeah. if you go and you bought, I don't know, fucking Hellraiser or something like that, and uh, and then they deem it video nasty, like they can come to your house and search it.
1: That's so strange, because they're also the same country that just had a Playboy magazine in one of the biggest newspapers <laughs> in the entire country that was printed daily.
0: I mean, that country, yeah. they've got like, their page problems, three is just you know? straight.
1: <laughs> Playboy and it's like,
0: yeah, but yeah. they hate their freedoms, especially with gore <laughs> that, things like that. That's, that's where it, fake
1: taxis from.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's and true. Also, well, OnlyFans is I'm gonna blow British your brains. I'm sure. Well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Danny D is British. Yeah, is that the funny? Emma Butt is British. Emma Butt. That's a yeah, that's
3: an butt. actress. That's one of my favorites. Emma oh. Butt. Wow. <laughs> she I'm gonna blow
2: really your no <laughs> Didn't get creative in that one. No, no Just subtlety whatsoever. Well, good for her.
0: I'll have to so research that later.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this. Maybe this society. Uh, maybe this. This thing is not as well enfor- inf- enforced, like a, as it was back in the 19th century. I would imagine, but uh, the legal kind of arm to you know when they sent police uh, was a, a thing called the Society for Sup- Suppression of Vice. That was like a group of people that would come break down the door. And grab your porn. That's whack. You,
0: you know, we could use a literal suppression of Vice now. The magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Vice yeah. news wait, outlet. Wait. Just go <laughs>
3: shut Yeah, that's you now. It's kind of shit now. It's garbage now. Yeah. yeah. It used to be good. It used to be great. Yeah. Vice
0: used to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they yeah. And then they thought Gavin McGinnis wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> and he left. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and then now he's faking his own arrests. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now he's up to something else. He's also not that funny now, but, uh, you <laughs> know, <laughs> i'm gonna blow your beans uh,
2: yeah so it wasn't just it wasn't just if you had porn this group would also go actively shut down printing presses and you know go around and kind of destroy private collections as well
3: huh, it must have been so sad back then you like collect all this shit probably it's like the fucking so
2: underground this dude just comes and destroys all your shit now, interestingly enough, you might say, "Hey, how has Burton's papers up until this point not been stopped by the Suppression society of suppression?" Well, they deemed his the studies that he was doing as a, of primitive cultures, so it was kind of like <laughs> oh, educational. Well, it's not, yeah, it's not really. It's kind of like how uh, like time can have titties out when it's yeah an African lady or
1: National Geographic.
2: Or National Geographic, right? right. I am that sucker. I
1: love that it's like the English who have existed as a country for what six hundred years at this point, or like the Hindus are primitive (laughs) cultures. Yeah, we can write whatever we want about them. I mean, it works. Three thousand year old religion is primitive. Yeah, in our (laughs) country,
2: it makes sense. So, in addition to that whole idea, um, a lot of times Burton's editors or printers would have him cut some of the more explicit stuff, because if you were a printing shop and somebody was publishing stuff that could be deemed uh, pornographic, they would just come to your shop and like get rid of your printers. You know, so it's so our onus is on the printing as well, not just the author. Wow. Okay,
0: so English.
2: Hmm. Now, unfortunately, all of the original manuscripts of, of Burton's time in India, Mecca, and the Nile, including that monkey book that I talked about, burnt in a warehouse fire in 1860. And, uh, and a huge collection of erotica that he had collected himself. That sucks. Damn it. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: my porn!
2: <laughs> my porn! <laughs> no, my <a> spank bank. <laughs> Right, so we know we know about the monkey, the monkey language, but like that's because of his journals and stuff like that. But we, he had a whole book about how to speak monkey that we're, we're, oh God.
1: we're missing. Imagine if we, if it was like real and we could speak to,
0: we could speak to monkeys right now. <laughs> it's so much just easier. Lost it. So yeah. much easier. Let's do Planet of the Apes again. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so back at Macton Milnez's uh Fryston Hall. Burton was at first here was where Burton was first introduced to Algernon Swinburne, the guy I talked about last episode um now this was during one of Mockden's infamous breakfasts in April of eighteen sixty one so you know it's a great full English breakfast where just full Monty full English nice nice, okay now. now Swin- Swinburne's uh, I kind of glanced over him last episode, but Swinburne was a very flamboyant redhead English poet um, that was very much into like exactly like how Burton was. He loved to push buttons from everyone that he met. He loved to shock people. He would often write poems about cannibalism and anti-theism and lesbianism. The lesbian, Progressive.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, all those other ones. Are, you got me with lesbians, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two women trying to raise a kid? What?
2: And also like Burton, uh, he was, especially during this time in the 1860s, Algernon was a raging alcoholic, and he was also into sadomasochism. Mm, getting liquored up together. Going into the big drink. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. Seto,
3: look at, look at, yelled that?
4: <laughs> uh, <guess> so. Yeah, <laughs> getting yelled bit, yeah. at. That's
0: <laughs> right, so where you poke know, people if, with needles so you can get off. Oh. Uh, th- really? Well, that's a very specific. Yeah, just inflicting pain on someone else. That's oh. Tom's version. Yeah. like <laughs> yeah, hot wax yeah. in your
3: back when you're tied up. Yeah, I things that's like what, that. That's what you want. I, you I had that done to me one time. Yeah, I had to it go. It's terrible getting the wax off your back.
0: Yeah. It doesn't look she fun didn't at all. Hmm? She didn't help with that.
3: No, she, oh, the the she did, part. but it was like half-assed. She, yeah,
0: she did a bad job. And
3: then you get a blow jar, You're like, this is like terrible. I <laughs> got hot, like dry wax in my back. This is
0: she couldn't even was take she a using credit a, card was... and scrape it off of
2: you? No, uh, just peeled it off. I got, uh. I got a question. Was she using like an actual candle, or was she using like sex candles? Because it's a different wax. <laughs> I don't remember. I was tied up. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mike, sucks. you got a he lot was... more experience
1: with this. It yeah, I didn't, didn't know, know the that. word. Yeah,
3: I didn't know the word, but I knew the experience.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I don't know if um, I'd be willing to put myself in that situation.
3: Yeah, for this show, I was like, alright, let's, right, <laughs> right, let's do it.
2: So yeah, Mike, you'd be down for these uh Freiston Hall uh you know English breakfast events. Big uh blow your beans. Continue. <laughs> Algernon was about fifteen years younger than Blur- than Burton, um, and was completely enamored with Burton. He saying that he could feel Burton's vitality and satanic aura. Oh, so this guy's just the male Isabel. Yeah, but like a like dark Isabel. Oh, all right, Darth Isabel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, well, like Neca Neca Isabel. <laughs> um. So we don't know the complete extent, the full extent of the Algernon-Burton relationship, but there's some pretty compelling arguments that the two boned or at least were into BDSM, like BDSM partners together. Um, both Burton and Algernon, uh, as well as the rest of Mockton's crew, were known as the Cannibal Club. Oh. Yeah. All right. And they were huge fans of Lord Byron. Oh, cool.
0: That's very cool. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So you could start seeing some of these threads weave together. Um, You know, they're all like, oh, Byron's a god. Because if you think about it, Byron probably, he died around the time that Burton was born. So it would be like somebody that's like really, uh, that's our age. It's like really into like, I don't know, Kurt Cobain or something. Right? Right. Yeah, like, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Eh.
0: Yeah, Jim Morrison. What a nice guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was in <indoor.
2: laughs> <laughs> My favorite band, Adore. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many
0: bad role models. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not even yeah. fun people, I suppose. Byron had to have been kind of fun to, like, pretend about.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he had a good time. I'd like to party with byron yeah sure sure.
0: yeah i mean we we talked about him but he's also like "Eh." you know people who are like really into him seriously they're not a fun crowd a little cringe yeah
2: little cringe um (laughs) so burton and algernon became drinking partners uh and not this is kind of like if you if you have i'm sure you guys have a friend where like you you haven't seen them in a really long time but like you know when you meet up with them you're gonna get fucking hand like blackout hammered
3: yeah 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 like he never left kind of thing
2: kind of but like you know you're gonna get drunk yeah or like fucked up some way yes yeah.
1: that's him been there
3: that's yeah.
2: his buddy. so that's that's Burton and Algernon like they wouldn't see each other for like five years or something like that and then they'd show up and just have these like legendary stumbling all over London or France like moments
0: so they definitely kissed
2: yeah, yeah. Um, they they definitely kissed. They definitely dedicated poetry to each other. Oh, right. that's well, cute. They've
1: seen each other's dicks. <laughs> yeah, they it die. all start with a flower.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I want to see I your Burton uncircumcised penis. Burton probably took like a
2: Burton probably took like a scientific like note on Algernon's dick somewhere. It just doesn't exist anymore.
0: <laughs> I must ask you:
2: Does the curtain match the drapes?
0: <laughs> 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 it's like what? What does that mean? You're a redhead. (laughs) I want to see the bottom flames. (laughs) Oh, yes, that's beautiful. Let me write this down. Perhaps trace it like a hand turkey on Thanksgiving.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you might think that this uh, writing poetry to each other was kind of like sus. But within this cannibal club, Uh, they were constantly dedicating and reading poetry to each other. That was kind of their thing. But uh, at the same time, there was something a little bit deeper between their poetry. Uh, And lastly, one of the last kind of uh, threads that I want to spin to say that, oh, they definitely fucked, was that um Isabel would sometimes attend these Freiston Hall meetings usually Burton would hypnotize her and put her in the corner nice.
0: <laughs> turn her around would you I have to Sit kiss over there. my friend's pubes. put a bag on yeah. her head
2: <laughs> and uh she was pretty aware that Algernon w- was not into her sex uh mm-hmm. you know meaning that he was gay and back in the day that was taboo you know, well you could get it was through rich. So, eighteen sixty, yeah, eighteen sixties. You wouldn't be. I think they stopped it in the eighteen fifties, where like you could be executed if you were gay. Tons of people were doing it anyway, but at this point, I think you could be jailed. Yeah, or Oscar or Wilde
1: went to jail for it.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Sad, sad is, choice yeah. to make. <laughs> oh. the jailing, um, yeah, the jailing, yeah, 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 the jailing, yeah. We all know how that works continue
2: <laughs> so uh so everyone knew that algernon was like flaming right um but you know again people are people were cool enough not to like out him to the government uh but isabel could feel the real vi- and she wrote this she could feel the real rivalry for her husband's affection from uh-oh uh, algernon um now, the only counter argument, or I guess this kind of still leads into the fact that Burton may, you know, may have boned, was that uh, Burton would later recall or write details on his thoughts about homosexuality in particular. And he didn't see it as a sin or debauchery, he saw it as an illness. Oh. And for a man, well, for a man that had every illness known to man and a motto of you have to try everything at least once, which he said to Isabel and spent his life documenting sex practices, it's hard not to assume that he didn't have an illness in 1860s.
0: Yeah, could you imagine coming out to that guy? Like, uh, yeah. hey, uh, Richard, I, I feel like I've known you for a bit. I want to tell you something. <laughs> I'm a homosexual. You mean like the syphilis? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, before we move off off of the homosexual topic for now, um, there was one thing. As I mentioned, Burton used to l- like to shock people with his stories during when he was hanging out at parties. He just whip out these like, Ugh. and when the subject of homosexuality came up, uh, he kind of he usually would whip out this one particular story. Um, so he liked to tell the tale of the Persian punishment. For somebody caught sneaking into a harem Uh, so he said that when a man was caught uh, he would be stripped down and thrown to the slaves and eunuchs and he's asking this to a uh, Persian he's like how how what happens if they're caught and uh, Burton then asked the Persian uh, how is penetration possible when the condemned man resisted, resists with all of the force of his sphincter muscle and the persian smiled and said ah we have a persian trick for that we apply a sharpened tent peg to the tailbone and knock it until it opens.
3: oh oh <laughs> i'd be like yeah let it open Come on in. Yeah. yeah stop fighting. <laughs> don't do that. Stop fighting. Yeah, let Just fight. let it in. Yeah. yeah. Pick
1: your battles, <laughs> bud. Actually, can you get some oil? <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah. I mean, yeah. do
0: you know how many men are raped in prison every day? Probably a lot. Well, Mike, just you're, join living that in, in,
1: you're living in fake
2: prison.
0: Do you see that? <laughs> yeah. Well, now, Can't now they tell know now they have a in prison. <laughs> yeah. A couple white supremacists just pumping one out in the corner.
3: Yeah. It's fun. I'd be the first. They'd, be, they'd eat my ass up in prison.
0: Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, though, <laughs> poor, poor, uh, poor Persian man. Oh God! Just the thought of seeing your
3: ass—not like penetrate, but the thing that knock your ass open. That just hurts my ass thinking about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I would just open it up. Hey, yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, like, like, come on in. I'm sorry. God, I did to do that. I
0: totally deserve this. In fact, it's Can not I... even rape at this point. Be
1: like, you know, hey, Again, guy. bring on the oil. Yeah. I mean, let's
3: try yeah. and make this a game. Let's yeah. try to have fun here. Yeah, male pleasure's in the ass, right? Come on. Let's go. Yeah, that's what
2: I'd say. I'd say the male prostate is how the men orgasm. Yeah, come on. Let's, <laughs> let's do it.
0: Didn't you know that that's like biologically true, dog? Don't you understand that?
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, I I think it does have to do with biology because I've taken many great shits and uh, had the same amount as uh, pleasure as sex.
3: Really, I've had those shits too. I'm like, yeah, good shit. You're like, wow. I can't believe yeah. that came out. Where
2: you get like you get like lightheaded, right? You are like, oh my god, I was about to <laughs> yeah. die. You feel Tom, like I feel empty. Like you know about this? You are always constipated with your proteins. You yeah, you
0: actually. I I have not been bulking the past two weeks because my gut was fucked up. But uh, I am back on track. <laughs> All right, back Regular on movements back on now. Road. I went to the hospital. Really? Uh, not the hospital. Really? I went to a doctor uh, <laughs> and I got Why my not? stomach X-rayed because I was like, I haven't pooped in two days, and uh, <laughs> two days. Come <I'm> on. A- <laughs> I'm usually twice a day so i'm backed up for, by the time i was at the the x-ray it i was, was five behind, behind. <laughs> uh, oh that's rough it was bad but i figured it out I uh, shout to holes. stool softeners
3: uh,
2: okay oh yes yeah best drug out there kids yeah
0: right everyone needs it to keep a stool softener on there like a cyanide tooth you know <laughs> yeah, like, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> i gotta <Bite> go down <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I believe I mentioned that's kind of enough for the, the homosexual stuff for now. We'll might jump back and do dabble into it for a little bit at the end. But uh, I believe I mentioned that Isabel became essentially Richard's editor in one of the past episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, he remember he'd, he'd like send her manuscripts and be like, get the shit published. Remember, I kept yeah. telling you about that. Um. So, yeah, Isabel was like the editor, agent, and publisher for many of the books after they were married. But I didn't go into the fact that this role was laid out and expected, even a requisite, for Isabel marrying Burton. Oh. Uh, Burton wrote that she must read, she must learn, she must copy, proofread, scarify his manuscripts, uh, and she must manage his business details.
1: All right. So that's why he finally relented and married her. He's like, yeah. I, I need
0: an assistant. Uh. I need an assistant. Yeah.
2: Freebie. <laughs> Rich freebie. Yeah. Um, now, this was something that Isabel did willingly. And uh, Isabel had her own. She, you know, she. This woman was crazy. You know, remember he's a walking god. Uh, so she came up with her own creed uh, um, uh, to follow as Burton's wife, and she codified it into seventeen rules. And now this is really long, but I wanted to give you guys some context on how crazy this woman is, and I think it'll be really important uh, understanding I think the last. We chapter understood how Burton's
1: crazy Boy. she was when we were doing talking about Chico.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> But this is all gonna go ahead. Yeah, this is all gonna be a vision about this dude. She's fucking out of her mind. (laughs) Everything that I mentioned is gonna tie into what's gonna happen. So and we can talk about them, but I want to read through all 17. Go (laughs) ahead. Rules for being a good wife. So the officially named Rules for My Guidance as a Wife. Not a whore. The opposite of whore. Burton wants a whore the entire time. Uh, so number one, let your husband find in you a friend, companion, advisor, and confidant that he may miss nothing at home and let him find in a wife uh, what he may find in and other men find in a mistress and that he may seek nothing out of his home. Okay. That's asking a lot. Yeah. So yeah, be a good wife and a good mistress all at once. Yeah, <laughs> double,
0: get two pussies. Number, <laughs> <laughs> Number
2: Keep them two. in different places. <laughs> Number two, be a careful nurse when he is ailing, and never let uh, never let him be in low spirits about his health unless a serious cause. Uh, which we've seen, he she doubles her medication, so I'm sure Bet- Burton was very happy about that. Well, that's where that came um. from. Yeah. Number 3, make his home snug. Uh if if it be so small and poor that uh, let there be a certain chic about it. Men are always ashamed about a poverty-stricken home and therefore prefer a club. Attend to his creature comforts, allow smoking or anything else. For if you do not, someone else will. Oh.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm a little confused. I thought the word snug was invented in, like, 86, 87. <laughs> you know, as like a marketing thing. Oh, ooh, and nice and snug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ooh. Hell. yeah, snug. Snug in 1860. Get the fuck out of here.
2: Ooh, snuggy and chic. Yeah. <laughs> Shabby chic. Uh. So number four, improve and educate yourself in every way. Uh, so you may enter his pursuits and keep pace with the times and that he may not be weary of you. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She's writing this for herself.
2: Yeah, this is a list that she would eventually publish after, she, after he died uh, on how to be a good wife, but she wrote it. <laughs> these are either, like, really generic wonders.
1: or really weirdly specific things. <laughs> yeah, they are weird. Yeah.
2: Uh, Number five, be prepared at any moment to follow him within hours' notice and rough it like a man.
0: Hey, yo. All right, that was (laughs) ideal at one point, and then she went to Brazil. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) It was like, well, maybe I won't publish that one. Maybe (laughs) maybe I shouldn't rough it like a man. (laughs) And then maybe after he died and she was about to publish it, she asked a few people, did you know I uh, went to Brazil? Don't care.
2: All right, I'll publish it. <laughs> no one cares. Number six. Do not try to hide your affection for him, but let him see it in every action. Never refuse anything he asks. Hey, observe nice. certain. Uh, observe a certain amount of reserve and delicacy before him. Keep up the honeymoon moon romance, whether it be at home or in the desert. Oh, <laughs>
0: I'm sure you love that.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I love it, too. See, again, weirdly specific. They were definitely in a desert, and he was like, we got to have sex. She's like, not in the desert. And so that she had to like write it specifically. Don't forget the desert. Yeah.
2: Like, don't forget that. <laughs> Shit. <Yeah. laughs>
0: but you know she didn't do any of this. <laughs> like, yeah. none of this is like at all the character painted throughout the story
2: yeah uh what we're gonna some of these rules she does absolutely follow through um for sure um but at the same uh, so uh number continuing on number six at the same time do not make uh prudest bothers which may only disgust and are not true modesty do not make the mistake of neglecting your personal appearance but try to look well and dress well to please his eye. Don't be wearing no pajama pants, bitch, in public. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number seven, perpetually work up his interests in the world, whether for publishing or appointments. Let him feel that when he goes away, he leaves a second self in charge of his affairs at home. So that if... So that if sometimes he is obliged to leave you behind, uh, he may have no anxiety on his mind. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So now we're seeing some things, right? (laughs) Uh, Take an interest in everything that interests him. To be companionable, a woman must take interest in whatever interests her husband, uh, interests uh, her husband. And if planting turnips... Uh, sorry, and if it's only planting turnips, she must try to understand turnips. Uh, All right. Th- this is false. <laughs> like, we know
0: she had a hard time wrapping her head around Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that was her only job. <laughs> Do you think he even knew what a turnip was?
2: Maybe. <laughs> he, he just dig- digs up rubies. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, also his, her husband's interest is porn. That's yeah, true. Got be into porn. She's not not about that. You gotta watch with
3: me, babe. <laughs> you know, I hate when you date a girl and they like try and do all the shit you like. It's cool sometimes, but sometimes I'm like, you don't fucking like this. No.
0: Well, yeah. It's I mean, gotta be genuine. Yeah, they would be genuine. They're usually Mike. full of shit in yeah, that yeah. regard. They like you too much, and they don't know the like the difference. It's always the beginning of the relationship yeah, too. Yeah, it's yeah. never You got to bring with you to the place. Like ah,
2: oh, you don't want to be here. The- and <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Mike, you got to find that one girl that plays Gary's mod. <sighs> Fucking amazing. Find, find your, your one, find girl. your scientist lady. Yeah.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Maybe I'll find her on the server. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Chef Tony Hawk, I'm out there.
2: Some say the woman <laughs> lives outside the net. One thing's for sure: reboot. uh number eight never confide your domestic affair affairs with your other female friends (laughs) getting hit don't talk to your friends all right i guess we can all appreciate that yeah everyone likes some privacy why do you have black eyes (laughs) fell on the stairs (laughs) (laughs) fell up the stairs actually brutal (laughs) number nine hide his faults from everyone and, back, <laughs> and and back him up through every difficult uh, difficulty and trouble he
3: wrote this uh, shit she didn't write this
2: no, this, she published this. No, he definitely
3: was over her shoulder, like, <laughs> like you're riding all this shit.
2: <laughs> this sounds like
1: a Cosmo at, like article. Like, it does, yeah, it it does. it's weird. It it's... sounds like a Cosmo article
2: from like the 80s or the 50s, yeah. even. I mean, part of the thing that I thought was, the uh, reason why I wanted to read this was it's so weird because like the language doesn't really even match the time period. Yeah, like, you know, this like, is a
1: BuzzFeed article. Like, yeah. 17 ways to keep your man
0: interested. Don't talk about his pecker to all, all your friends, all yeah. your woman friends. Make yeah. sure yeah. you're just cooking muffins. All of
1: this is just, like, office <laughs> gifts underneath it. And it's yeah. like, this is a BuzzFeed article waiting to go. Tons of ads. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, Whatever your n-
0: boyfriend is into, be into it. If it's yeah. the NFL or something else crazy <laughs> like that, make sure you love the Rams, okay?
2: <laughs> make sure
3: there's always bean dip ready.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Bake ball beans. <laughs> <laughs> so number 10, never permit anyone to speak disrespectfully of him before you. And if someone does, no matter how difficult, leave the room. Never let anyone. <laughs> never let anyone tell you anything about him, especially his conduct in regards to other women. <laughs> oh I'm picturing him like seeing that she has
1: that rule, and then like getting on like a one room boat with another friend and being like, "Just you have to insult me in front of her. She's gonna jump <laughs> off." On- <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, love that. Talk shit about me. See yeah. what happens. I'm gonna go to uh, the bathroom. <laughs> Talk about my packer. <laughs> Number 10 continues. Never hurt his feelings by a rude remark or jest. Never answer when he's when he finds fault. And never approach him when he is in the wrong, especially when he tells you of it. Nor take advantage of it when you are angry. Always keep his heart up when he has made a failure. All right. I mean that one's vague enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cheer Seems up. like a battered woman. Yeah. Just, you know, like, yeah. Cheer him up. Make sure he's never sad. He's always right. Yeah. Just smile. <laughs> Just smile. <laughs> Number 11. Keep up all disagreement. Uh, keep all disagreements of your keep all I- disagreements of your own room. Never let others find them out. That kind of falls hand in hand with the one of a few. Before. Yeah. She's trying to reach like the, the other
1: one. Like, yeah. She's
0: trying to reach the word count. Yeah. Like right. her
1: editor came to her and was like, Hey,
2: we need a seventeenth thing. Yeah. Seventeen Wait, is, this, very... is inc-
0: this
1: is eleven things. <laughs> yeah. is
2: <Yeah. laughs> very in right now. You yeah. have to hit seventeen. We can sell this to
0: seventeen magazine. There's right. no sixteen. Yeah. 17 Uh, it's uh most of these women in britain being married by the age of 15 will really appreciate it uh (laughs) spicing up the relationship again at 17
2: years old yeah that's the mature magazine yeah (laughs) spinsters yeah Yeah. teen dream uh Uh, number 12 never ask him not to do anything (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ for instance, in regards to visiting other women or anyone you particularly dislike, trust him and let everything except and, and and tell him everything except other's person's secrets. I like this list. <laughs> 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 I don't. know. It makes me uneasy because
0: when you have that many rules, you're gonna break them, yeah. and then then it's a tumble well, down. You can't
3: really break the rules because all the rules are letting you have fun.
0: Well, look, if she was smart, she would go, I got one rule. Respect. It's true. And that's it. She's not
2: smart. She's not smart.
0: Yeah, write it out. You might be having sex, but I don't want to know about it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's I'm school. not going to tell
2: anyone about it, and
0: then I don't
1: want to bring it up to upset his feelings. It never yeah. happened. Yeah, I'm so... writing
0: down this idea for a show called Golden Girls. <laughs>
2: So this is one in particular that she did not follow. Number 13, do not bother him with religious talk. Oh. Be oh. Reli- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wrote that one. Yeah. He's like, "Honey, here's <laughs> one to remember me by." Yeah. Be religious yourself and give uh, g- uh, give good example. Take life seriously and earnestly. Pray uh f- pray and pr- pray and procure prayers for him. Uh I'm sure he appreciated do- that. Yeah, please uh oh, please pray for my husband. We please pray for my husband.
0: Just anything, pray for him. Is something yeah. wrong, honey? No, I'm just nah. ordering the pizza. <laughs>
2: That's it. And do all you can for him without his knowing it. Let uh and let all of your life be something that will win mercy from God for him. Uh you might try to say a little prayer with him every night before laying to sleep and gently draw him to be good to the poor and more gentle and forbearing to others this rule contradicts itself yeah right
1: don't it starts with don't bother him with religion and it ends with pray with him before bed each night yeah make him pray <laughs> yeah. jesus uh, christ uh, number
2: f- Number four, uh, cultivate your own good health spirits nerves to never counteract his natural melancholy turn uh, and to enable you to carry out your mission. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> number, number 15, never open his letters nor appear... <laughs> Nor appear to be inquisitive of anything he does not volunteer to tell you. Oh, I can use that these days, man. Bitch uh, is going through my
3: phone shit. <laughs> uh, he wrote that one. <laughs> yeah, again, he she only had one. fourteen.
0: Yeah. She had to
2: double up on two of them. Shut up with the religion and don't be snooping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we are
0: we together on this? Are we snug on these concepts? Don't yeah. tell your lady friends. Don't tell anyone
2: <laughs> Number sixteen. Never interfere between him and his family. Encourage their being with him and forward everything he may uh he wishes uh to do for them. And treat them in e- in every respect as far as they would let you as if they were your own. Question Did she even meet his family? <laughs> Yeah, remember she sold uh, Napoleon's hair and fucking pissed them off. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I just kind of left it with the guy at the front.
2: Um, Yeah, no, his sister absolutely hated her. She was his sister was a devout Protestant, and she was like, she's a weird Catholic. Everything she says is terrible. uh, Burton's sister's going to come up a little later in the story. Okay. Um, and finally, number seventeen. Keep everything going and let nothing be at a standstill. Nothing would weary him like stagnation. True. And those are Isabel's. <laughs> those are Isabel's words. She lived by. Uh, wow. What a sad
0: woman. What do you think the sixteenth? I mean, the eighteenth one would have been. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, the one that she that he wrote
2: down. She was just like, I can't. I can't uh, what- do it even after death. When he pulls out the tent peg, don't <laughs> s- uh, squench your sphincter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's bad. Oh yeah. boy. Um, <laughs> so keep those rules in mind as we move forward. Um, but uh, Isabel would, uh, as, as you've already seen throughout the episodes, Isabel would usually break these rules, especially when it came. Um, towards the outward notions that Burton had uh, about positive, you know, polygamy being a good thing. Um, for example, when Burton sent her the manuscript for the Saints, uh, the City of the Saints, and across the Rocky Mountains to California, talking about Salt Lake City, uh, Isabel took it upon herself to publish a foreword. Uh, that she did not share the same thoughts as her husband about polygamy, and that although her husband talked a lot about a lot of positives of polygamy, he did not practice it. All right, <laughs> so, uh,
1: saving face. So it was like forward by Isabel uh, Burton says all that, and then like chapter one, <laughs> Richard Burton, the Mormons have got it right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not.
0: That's like what, like when I'm trying to watch my classic Disney's, you know, and yeah. Disney Plus, and it gives me a warning that I can't even <laughs> skip. It's like it's it, it's like yeah, eleven a- seconds of like. The images depicted in this could be harmful to some communities. They were wrong then, and they're wrong now. It's like, go fuck yourself. But enjoy, enjoy Briar Rabbit. <laughs> I want to hear Peter Pan say Injun over and over again. It's so much <laughs> fun. They're dancing around. It's like, this does nothing for me, except point it out and make it worse. Yeah. I really <laughs> had that. I, I didn't know that was a thing. Now. Disney Plus is all on that, because everyone thinks Walt Disney's a Nazi, which is the furthest thing from the truth. We covered that on our episode. You weren't there. You weren't there.
2: But- he is a racist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only a funny racist. Yeah. No, no, he no, was not a funny see. racist. He was, not, he was not a vicious. Okay. No, no, that, not to get tuned to him, but it's that whole pointing it out. Like, oh, yeah, this is rated TVMA for smoking. It's just like, I wouldn't have even fucking noticed. Right. Mm-hmm. It's
2: some guy in the background that smokes a cigarette and you would have noticed it unless if they said it says smoking in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is Fox and the Hound racist? I don't know. I haven't watched that in a while. I don't remember. Is there Uncle Remus in that one too? I yeah, I just remember crying. That's what I remember. One like that, that's, that movie. That very sexist. best friend. Talk. Yeah, women don't cry today. Remember, women don't cry. Only men. <laughs> only men cry. Man, only men cry
3: now. Fox in the Hound. Tear
0: jerker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what right. did I watch <laughs> doesn't matter either way. Yeah, careful. There's tobacco use in this Disney animation. So ah! she's editing it all real well. Oh, and we oh. lost him again. Yeah, face. <laughs> yeah, You know, we'll just leave this in. <laughs> All right, Travis, hold on. You just came back in. I guess my internet went this time.
3: Okay. <laughs> we're, we're watching porn over here. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. So we got Emma's but, watching screen, yeah. too. Yeah. We'll blow your fucking beans, mate. <laughs> yeah. Good, good day.
2: So this dynamic of Isabel publishing her husband's manuscripts... Uh, I mean, we talked about that all throughout West Africa, South America, Iceland, all the other places. She would, he would basically forward his manuscript, and she would edit it and then publish it. And um, but she would always try to give her two cents, whether it was directly in the publication or with accompanying articles. So it's like, she'd publish it, and then in some magazine, she'd be like, "Yeah, he said that, but Jesus, it's against the rules, bitch. This yeah. is what he really meant." <laughs> Well, then,
0: uh, what was that famous? Uh, oh, Nietzsche. His sister did that.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And she was, like, big on that whole, uh, what was that thing? Nazism. She was big <laughs> on that. So uh, that's a lot of his stuff got adopted to the Nazis, even though he, he hated, uh, yeah. hated anti-Semites yeah. yeah. and, like, appalled, was appalled by, like, he was close with, I don't know, enough of him. Anyway, ladies, leave the writing alone. Yeah, you don't have to like it.
2: <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure most of our ladies don't really like this show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah,
0: we're no, a big
3: my- male audience, I think.
0: Actually, we don't. Uh, most of our Why? listeners are women, really, and because we're funny, we're charming men. We, yeah, they know we're joking yeah. around.
1: It's our sultry voices too, Pally. Yeah. Mhm. <gasps>
0: Yeah, <laughs> they really like just want to hear you describe like what it's like to fuck with a boner knee. They really want to you know? he- hear also the blow your beans. <laughs>
3: <laughs> come on, blow your fucking
0: beans!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: All right, Emma,
3: so- come on the show,
0: Emma. <laughs> if you reach out, we'll get her on.
2: Yeah, so let's jump in our little time. This was like the 1860s we were talking about. We're jumping in our time machine and we're fast forwarding to the late. Uh, 1870s and the late 1880s. Uh, So Burton is in his late 50s at this point. And much to Isabel's dismay, uh, he had never given up the fascination with Mocton and Algernon and the whole erotica. His dick may not have been working at this point, but it doesn't mean that he can't read about them titties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. You still hold it. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> like Ron
3: Jeremy, the dude just holds his dick now.
2: No, it's not even like Ron Jeremy. I feel like it's holding like a bird that fell out of the nest. Uh, it's right? like, oh, still come
0: on. Well, you can still feel it. It's like a bird that the you can get a little spit to come out of yeah. every now and, <laughs> yeah. and then. <laughs> yeah, hit, hit, hit. it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I mentioned the last episode, at the end of the last episode, that Burton had finally, at this point, late seven, uh, late uh, 1870s, Burton had realized that his, he was not going to make money writing these travelogues. He's going to make money through his knowledge of his 26 different languages and 40 dialects, using that to translate, specifically, foreign erotica. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> not a bad career choice, I mean, it's his two biggest passions, yeah, yeah, how I combine it. Never work a day yeah. in your life, yeah mm-hmm. um, it.
0: it's like I'm almost hard again
2: <laughs> so uh, because we're <laughs> at the end here of Burton's story, would you like the whole tally of all of the languages he knows? Yes, yeah, absolutely. All, on. all right, so English, French, Octian, Italian. Romani, latin greek sarakari hindustani sindi Mar- marathi arabic persian uh, for, or farsi uh, Pashto, uh sanskrit portuguese spanish german icelandic swahili aramaic Fan, igab uh As- asanti hebrew uh Aramaic, oh, wait, it's Ar arm, Amharic, and then Aramaic, and then other uh West African and Indian dialects. Wow, damn!
0: Yeah. So we're up to 28, right? Is I, that the number you got? You said, I said Aramaic 26. twice. 26
2: well, no, I, I said Aramaic twice, but the other one was um, um, okay, Amharic? So, yeah, yeah, all right. I, 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 How did I get
0: twenty? Right. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Don't know. Well, he that's a, a lot of languages. languages. I have to remember. Yeah, that's a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: um Don't go back and count. If you value your time, listeners, <laughs> please don't go back and count. <laughs> I get it. I'm the, retarded. Yeah, towards the beginning, I was
1: gonna ask, like, where was that one language you mentioned, and then you just kept going, and I was like, oh, I'm just not even gonna bother. Oh, <laughs> oh there's too Oc- many. Octian. Octian was the first yeah, one. Then that all the rest of them was like, yeah. Um,
2: no, the, we I we talked about Octian. and was the language that uh, Richard the Lionheart spoke. So it's like a weird Oh, it's like French, old English, Middle English, it, Well, it's French. like French, Spanish uh combo. Is that like Catalanian? Kind of. Catalan? Well, that's just a type of Spanish, yeah, kind of. Catalan.
1: Don't tell that to the Catalans. <laughs> yeah,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a dead uh French language gotcha. essentially. So Um, so, uh, Burton's first translation job, he, uh, paired up with a man named Forrester Fitzgerald Arbuthnot. (laughs) Awesome. Let's translate his name. Uh. (laughs) Start there. Um, who, uh, this guy uh, Forrester (laughs) was none other than a erotic collector in India. There we go. Uh, They set out to translate collectively a a book called Anaga Ranga, or a love manual written in Sanskrit. Oh, yeah. Um, Now, remember that trip that Burton took with Isabel in 1876, the one where he kind of relived all of his adventures? I talked about Nip, the dog that she dragged around. Right, right, right. Well, a few weeks of that vacation was spent with uh, Ar- Arbanoth or whatever <laughs> uh, working on the translation of this filthy text. Just uh, yeah, and uh, just this book was guy. yeah, this book was full of tips on how to delay an orgasm, description oh. of a woman's lotus and uh, uh, aphrodisiacs.
3: What's their tip on delaying an <laughs> orgasm? I want to know. My Guy Fieri method's pretty strong. <laughs> I, I think... What, do you just let it wait? What?
2: No, you think like
0: about Guy, Guy Fieri. Fieri.
2: You think about Guy Fieri. You're like, oh, it, like, it resets Oh, it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think we talked about it on the episode. One of them was like smoking during sex, like drinking yogurt or something, like mango lassies. If you're like
0: <laughs> smoking inside, if that's a thing that you do... And you're trying to smoke while having sex. You just pretend you can't find the lighter. <laughs> there you go. That's good to delay it. Like it. Yeah. It's gonna be unpleasant as uh, hell. But
2: uh, just gotta find a lighter. I uh, gotta uh, smoke it real quick. I swear I
0: had on me. Do you have one on you? Do you have a lighter <laughs> on you? I'm naked. Yeah. Where's
2: where's this shorts? <laughs> uh Burton and Forrester uh could not just publish this uh Anagara Ranga to the public because of the obscene publication act um to save to safeguard this whole system they authored the uh translation using their initials backwards so sneaky <laughs> that'll fool them. yeah so Burton was BFR <laughs>
0: Everyone uh, was like, wow, who's this pervert? Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> there were limited printings of the manuscript uh, until along came Moncton Milnes, who had a lot of money. He was a baron. Um, and he was like, dude, we need everyone to start reading porn because it's so good. Um, we don't need to put our name on it, but, you know, it's good. <laughs> uh, so Moncton uh used his wealth and qu- and clout to kind of set up this weird like and the details are very convoluted but it was like offshore printing operation wow <laughs> so it was something about where it was like published and printed in India and like snuck around the laws i don't know it was like this weird like offshoring of publication oh so like it could <laughs> be
1: printed elsewhere and then you could sell it without having the, the sex police come after
0: you it's kind of like um that Lynchburg workaround with uh Jack Daniels cuz you know th- oh like yeah it's a dry county yeah it's a dry county yeah.
2: so you could buy Jack Daniels as a novelty from the factory right it you was something like tour. that yeah. i i remember reading I was like how does that make sense but again this guy had a lot of money and he had a lot of influence so he's probably able to pay some people off here or there and be yeah. like look we're not printing Read this it. shit yeah um, so this was uh, officially published in 1883, and Burton kept working on more and more erotic translations. Uh, these prints were secretly distributed to a society Burton called the Kama, uh, Kama Shastra Society, or the Loved Do- Love Doctrine Society. So close to Love Doctor. Yeah, the Love Doctor. <laughs> Uh, one of Burton's translations in 1883 uh, was the first ever English translation of the Kama Sutra, or Principles of Love. Mm. Now, this was originally written by a poet named, and I'm going to fuck this name up, Va Vashanyanya.
0: <laughs> ah, it <that> sounds Indian <laughs> to me. Yeah. Little Wayne.
2: So it was made by this poet in the 12th or 3rd century. So it's very old text. Wait, 12th or 3rd? Oh, uh, sorry. 2nd uh, <laughs> <second laughs> or 3rd. Yeah. 2nd okay. or 3rd. <laughs> I was like, that's wild that it's. they can't figure that out. No, yeah. G- g- uh, you know, numbers are <laughs> All my 2nd or 3rd. Have you ever
0: seen these diagrams in the Kama Sutra? <laughs> They're like who who's got a dick like that?
1: <laughs> I love how all the guys have really crazy mustaches. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I mean that is there is a certain sexual prowess to be found in a so mustache they have like cocks?
4: that. horse
3: cocks? They're really a shape. flexible. Yeah, yeah, it's like
0: unbelievable. Your eyes like, not flexible like that. It's like they'll just have a man and woman like ass to ass, and they're like, Yeah, just make sure it goes all the way in
1: there. (laughs) What the hell? And also just like by the way that it's drawn and the scale, it's like his dick is as thick and as long as his like forearm. Yeah,
2: it's unbelievable. unbelievable. You guys don't have that. (laughs) (laughs) This is where Danny D enters the picture. Yeah. Yeah, Emma butt, hit up Mike. He's uh
3: (laughs) Danny D's got a weird he's like too skinny for his dick. He actually fucks on my butt a couple of times. What? Wait, he, he, what? Danny D's like, he's too skinny for his cock, I think. Wait, but what was this in the second thing you said? Uh, I've seen him bang on my butt. Oh, alright. <laughs> yeah, cut cut this out. No! <laughs> no. Come on. Uh, I just start uh, writing my own pornographic uh, literature. Yeah, you should get inspired. <laughs> <laughs> Poetry. Yeah. How, to, yeah. how to make an orgasm last? Yeah. <laughs>
0: First of all, Guy Fieri. <laughs> You're welcome, l- listeners.
2: I actually gave Burton's translation of the Kama Sutra a read, and I found the whole it, thing. I did. I read the whole thing. It's not Amazing. that big. It's not that big. It's a, it's short. Um, but I <laughs> that's not what the picture say. Yeah. So I, it's funny because, like, you guys have... Pro- and me too. I'm, I, I'm not saying I knew this before I read this, but, like, whenever you see the, the Kama Sutra in, like, I don't know, Spencer's or something, that's not the original book because I found it really hilarious to think of all these, like, basic bitches who bought this book being like, oh, I'm going to spice up my bedroom life. I'm going to see all these crazy drawings of Indian yoga sex positions. And what they get is a verbose... Archaic translation from a Victorian explorer, um, <laughs> and also the fact that it was written in the third century India. There's not so much to spice up your love life with your partner as much as it is like rigid caste systems, or or <laughs> yeah. ways uh, uh, ways on how to um, when a girl is not uh, when a girl cannot make up her mind or will not express her readiness to marry, a man should ob- obtain her using the following ways. <laughs> they should
0: have left that in.
2: <laughs> so, they should have just left it in, not to
0: say we should act on it, but, you know, that's that's a scare to scare the ladies. Yeah. yeah. Nice history right there. So there's, yeah.
2: a f- there's a full seven ways on how to, <laughs> like, rape someone in the Kama in Sutra. In the Kama Sutra? Yeah. Oh, well, that
0: that wouldn't fly in Spencer's, well, even though it's very edgy.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna read a, a few of them. Uh, a few. Uh, we need to. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Well, well Just to, I just want you to like. I don't know because every I found this so fascinating because I'm just like, dude. Everyone you see like this, like oh, like kama sutra like especially in the 70s was like oh like sexual awakening like this is the shit that's in this might explain a lot about the reckoning of the 70s yeah yeah (laughs) so and and the first one the first one i think is the most ridiculous because it says number four a man should on the occasion of festivals get the daughter of the nurse to give the girl some intoxicating substance and (laughs) and and then cause her to be brought uh, to some secure place under the pretense of some business and there having enjoyed her before she recovers from from her intoxication should bring fire from the house of Brahmin and then proceed as before. Yeah. So basically date rape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Again,
0: explains a lot of the 70s. Yeah. Like this- <laughs> I mean, I hate to be blunt, but it explains a lot of India. <laughs> you see those guys talk online? They're fucking filthy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's like, oh, yeah, home of this book. The, the um, ha- we, we, we may have written this in 12 or the third century. The, <laughs> big busty secretary. Cannot fire. Yeah. Favorite video title.
2: The, the number S- number Stuck in washing machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number five is essentially... Ca- uh, carry off the girl from her house while she is asleep, and then having enjoyed her before she recovers from sleep, she should uh, <laughs> bring the fire from the house of the Brahmin, yada, yada, yada. What all right, so fuck? we have
0: we have date rape, now we have kidnap rape. Yeah. I
2: like how it assumes that she'll just stay asleep, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. kidnap <laughs> yeah. and rape her.
0: That one never happens, Eventually, we know that. Yeah, You're just dreaming.
2: do it all before she wakes up. Like At number six, this is more of like an assassin's creed rape uh <laughs> mission um, dive off of the tallest building into buff to hide from law enforcement <laughs> <laughs> when when the girl is in a garden or some village in the neighborhood, the man should with his friends fall on her guard on her guards. And having killed them or frightened them away, forcibly carry her off. <laughs> this exp- that explains it. <laughs> you ever seen those yeah. videos
3: of them like kidnapping chicks and shit like that? No, it's pretty fucking. <laughs> Where <crazy>. are you? <laughs>
1: Where <laughs> on the internet do they, you know? It's in the prison game. They they oh, show okay. the, no. They show I've, the I've
3: seen these like, on the internet, like these like girls getting kidnapped by these dudes. It's in horrific. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. In, like, in broad daylight. Uh, well, it's the, India. Yeah. So <laughs> like, the YZ dot net was a, gr- a terrible website.
2: Oh yeah. I, pl- I, just, pl- YZ? I just plugged
3: it. Oh yeah. Is you know, like
1: that? like Live leak, but for kidnapping?
3: It's like everything. Like Oh so, sh- so it's live leak. Yeah, live leak but like worse than live leak. I don't know. It was like people getting their heads blown in <laughs>
0: That's not good.
2: All right, so I should just say like, yeah. trigger warning now. Why not? Okay, yeah. You should probably there. cut that out. Uh, <laughs> nah, you don't
3: want to people to go on that website. I don't know if it's still uh, active.
0: They're, everyone who listens to the show is an adult. That's true.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, so they're just not going to go. They're going to be
0: like me and not go. <laughs> yeah,
1: just to be like, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> curiosity ends with Mike saying.
0: You
3: don't
1: want to <laughs> see someone get sniped in the
3: head. And, oh, and, that and, sounds and, terrible. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> they <laughs> not have to go to that. That's the world we live in. You got to know. So So it's all just sunshine and daisies. You get raped somewhere. So,
2: (laughs) (laughs) come on.
0: (laughs) Thanks Spencer.
2: Yeah. So when <laughs> yeah, I got you raking Spencers. Yeah, so yeah, you you just picked up your book, your Kama Sutra in Spencers. <laughs> Was uh, the Kama Sutra written by Bill Cosby like? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. learned from that. Uh so you've picked this up and uh now you know ways to, you know, obtain a woman when they don't want you. But the, the, Kama, the ends the Kama Sutra does say you should not enjoy. This is a list. A leper a lunatic, <laughs> a woman turned out of caste, a woman who reveals secrets,
3: a, uh, a
2: woman well, who pub- a, whore. a woman who publicly expresses desire of sexual intercourse, a woman who is extremely white, a woman who is extremely <laughs> <Yes>. black. <laughs> no, um,
0: the white checks out. Yeah. You're that brown sugar. Come on. A, this is good.
2: A bad smelling woman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what? Wait. what? this is in the book? A woman, a woman who is near relation. <laughs> Don't sleep with your cousins. Uh, a woman who a woman who is a female friend. A woman who leads a life of abstinence uh or or a wife of a relative friend. Uh, of a learned Brahmin or the king. <laughs> all
0: right. That. Well, there's a lot of outs for women there because the, the first bit we talked about was all that raping stuff. But, you know, as a woman, you have ammunition there too. Become a leper. I'm sorry. The fact that starts
1: with a leper. Yeah. Like, number one, most important. No leopard. No Don't lepers. fuck a
0: le- But the second one is good because you <laughs> no can pass. Lepers. Anyone can pass for a lunatic. lunatic. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> yeah. can pass for a lunatic. And, and you just say some shit. Don't yeah. shower. And it And also <laughs> saying
2: <laughs> yeah. extremely white and extremely black. You know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? They say it's the. Uh,
0: it's about the chase. The chase is better than the cat.
2: Exactly.
0: Mm. Yes. <laughs> it's too,
1: it Rem- too easy. It's not. Remove the leper and the black-white, and again, you got another Cosmo article. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ladies, this is why your man doesn't want
0: you. You're a close relation. Yeah, you smell
1: bad. (laughs) You smell bad. (laughs) You
0: talk about sex in public. (laughs) You show want for sex. Um, that is not good for us men wanting sex. <laughs> know what I'm saying? How am I going to come in your house and kidnap you while still sleeping and then get the deed done if you are stinking or a lunatic? <laughs> or if your
1: nose falls off because you're a leper? Yeah. yeah.
0: Could so, you imagine? I can't really imagine an Indian, like a real Indian guy, like real Indian, real. You know, like, you stink so bad. <laughs> My God, pu! I said, <laughs> you are no good. <laughs> you are looking very good from afar, but up close, you are no good. You are stinking, stinking, <laughs> my friend. You stink.
2: Uh, so I-, I
0: saw you in the shade, and when you came into the sun, far too light. You are too white for me, possibly lunatic. Let me see your feet. Are they all there with your toes?
2: You're leopard, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> so now we know that we know what this book you can buy at the mall uh tells you about what you should and shouldn't do. Um I will say that um this was probably something that women during or sorry, this is probably something that just pro- well men, I'm assuming, are reading this. This is something that people during Victorian London in the nineteenth century, I mean, they, they, this is probably mind blowing. I mean, nineteenth-century Londoners probably were very skilled in rape already, but there were so many other positions and sexual positions it went into. Um,
0: <laughs> do you imagine doing it from behind, being like brought to London, like in right. the year eighteen ninety, yeah, like for the first time, <laughs> just like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> They I don't have it, they, to look at your face. <laughs> 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 they call it poppy style.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I can pretend that you're someone else.
2: <laughs> Reverse cowgirl, what is this? <laughs> um, so Burton translates the word sex in, in this manual as Congress, because he's so intellectual. Uh, but it does go into oral Congress, or arspashuntaka. Ar um and so there's interesting they have names for each type of Congress in the book. Um and it says when you go halfway down the shaft, that the name for that is called sucking the mango fruit. <laughs> oh. Um and deep throat is refu- is referred to as swallowing, swallowing that dick. Well that stands up. <laughs> yeah. That stands that stands the test time. Yeah. Uh, the book also talks about all the different regions of India and what you might expect, uh, where you can get your dick sucked by uh, women or sometimes eunuchs. Um, and it even says that in the southern countries, uh, one can get Congress of the Anus or Lower Congress. Lower oh, Congress.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh.
2: Now, yeah, that's the House of Representatives. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Easy way to remember yes. it. Yeah. That's where all the
2: poop is. <laughs> <laughs> Getting fucked in the ass there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Kama Sutra was a big hit for Burton. Um, this was, although officially it was an underground printing, but it was flying off the shelves, right? All those used sticky copies were already going in complete circulation here.
0: Oh, finish me copy. We did everything in it. (laughs) (laughs) How much do I get
2: for a used copy of the cam? (laughs) (laughs) Um, his next and biggest translation, this is the magnum opus I was talking about, would have two versions printed, um, uh... One that was edited for the uh general public and then an uncensored version uh that would be circulated within the Kama society that I talked about. So it's like the DVD release. Yeah. Like, unrated. Oh yeah. yeah. It's
1: Director's Cut. Euro Trip unrated this yeah. time.
2: It's the it's the Resident Evil Director's Cut with the basement music going on. <laughs> um So this would be Burton's biggest, best-selling. This next, this next uh, book is going to be Burton's biggest and best-selling literary work. Uh, So all ten translated copy, uh, all ten translated volumes, plus an additional six supplemental volumes of the Tales of the Arabian Nights. Oh, that's a biggie. Yeah, and this was published from eighteen eighty-five to eighteen eighty-seven. Um, or this work was originally known as one and a uh, one thousand and one nights. A lot of nights. That's right. So without Burton, who knows? We might have not had Aladdin. We might not have a rabies. <laughs> he would have loved
1: Jasmine Hentai if he grew up <laughs> yes. in Gosh, today's day and age. Very true.
2: <laughs>
0: Game changer. You gotta imagine what it would be like for someone. You know, we always tell, oh, um, oh, Albert Einstein came in the future. Like, he'd be like, oh, look at, look at that, the, the technologies. But it's like, bring someone like Richard Burton to now yeah. and dump him in the middle of Pornhub. Oh, <laughs> oh, Game He would
1: never, he would die of starvation. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly <laughs>
0: my thought. He would just not, he's like,
2: it might go away.
0: <laughs> he would be the guy, His one arm righteous. is so strong. He would be
2: yeah. the guy's commenting on Pornhub videos. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know he would cut com-
0: six, seven pages. <laughs> he, he would he would pull, pull the David Foster Wallace footnotes. That guy <laughs> doesn't deserve her. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about the way this guy plows that chica. <laughs> <laughs> me not so disagreeing to it. He, he wouldn't even watch videos because he just gets
1: stuck on like the categories page. Yeah, he just be watching thumbnails for days
2: on end. It happens to me, dude. Uh. <laughs> They all move. <laughs> they just hover, keep going, hover and, hover and
0: They move. move. It's like they fuck up my command. There's too much to pick from. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> too easy. It's,
2: it's fucking torture. Uh, so go away. Burton, late in life, had finally struck gold. Arabian, Arabian Nights came into the public at just the right time and place. If you think about the... Because uh, we're going into the 18 uh 90s right it's so the late 1880s if you think about the early 20th century um things that were arab was were super chic right you have brands like camel cigarettes probably the best brand that ever exists very in- arab inspired you have lawrence of arabia coming into the picture and arabesque inspired fashion came in vogue so like scarf <laughs> Burton kind <laughs> of started that whole th- that whole thing that, that trend starting in the the late 1880s I never got it the sand just puts me off uh, they know as,
0: as as magical as the adventures might be i'd be like eh, i'd rather have jungle
2: shit you know <laughs> now uh burton was not the only translation of um arabian nights uh Wait, what did I say? Uh, for for Burton... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll just cut that out. Uh, no, you're not. It's staying. Yeah. It's staying, because so, I'm not editing. Yeah. <laughs> for Burton, oh. this was not only a translation, but it was a recounting of old Arab folklore that he had been... Told over campfires in the deserts with Bedouins, with Bedouins, or while smoking hookahs with sheiks and pashas. So these were not only just stories that he was copying from a book; it's like stuff that he had heard firsthand um, mm. on his journeys. So it was actual, an extra a little connection. spin in there. Yeah, nice. Now the origins of. Uh, one Thousand and One Nights, or Arabian Nights, goes back centuries. Um, there isn't one particular person that published all of the tales in one particular langu- language. It was more of a collective folklore. Um, uh, hundreds have written, or, you know, hundreds of people have kind of written it over the centuries. There'd be a hundred printed here. There'd be a hundred printed there. The next century. Um, the original uh, Arabian Nights uh, was... Uh, was translated to a European language back in the 18th century with a Frenchman who published only 200 tales to the public. And throughout the 19th century, there had been some English translators kind of moving it around, like tales like Sinbad, right? Um, And I'm not talking about the American comedian uh, who has to protect a president's child, although I think that's the OG (laughs) Sinbad, in my opinion. The Everyone's real favorite Sinbad. Favorite Sinbad. Yeah. Favorite Sinbad. Um, but right around the time when Burton was translating the entire works, there was another Orientalist, a man named John Payne, uh, who was also working on an English translation of the Arabian Nights. Oh. Now, John Payne was a big fan of Burton. It was like, yo, do you want to like collab and everything? And like we could like work on it together. And Burton was like, nah, I got it, dude. You're like all nice. You're a nice boy. I'm I'm not trying to write a nice story. <laughs> oh, I see.
3: It's amateur hour over here.
2: Yeah. So there were two versions of Arabian Nights published around the same time in the mid eighteen eighties.
3: Oh, that's confusing. Yeah.
2: The difference between Payne's version and Burton's version was that uh Not only did Burton do all of the stories, 1,001 stories, I think Payne was off by like uh, 300 stories or something like that. But Payne's version was like the watered-down Disney PG version.
0: Oh, (laughs) the Robin
2: Williams stuff. Yeah, Burton's version didn't hold back and included things like bestiality, homosexuality. Homosexuality.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. And and uh, quote, the simple earthly pleasures. Oh, yeah. Coming. On top of that, Burton created, an, as I mentioned, an X-rated version that he circulated throughout this underground society and oh. underground markets that went even further into it.
0: Did he just take his original works and just kind of mad libbits and add a bunch of dicks and tits in there? <laughs> I, he stepped on his magic titties and flew across <laughs> the city of Kaka <laughs> Yeah, he just spitballed it, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's writing his own
1: Rule 34 slash fan fiction. Yeah. It's good. It's you, you great. Right, like it cuts out the middle man. It's if like, you no, I'm just f- straight writing it and then my own th- Rule 34.
0: Exactly. If you are Rule 34... You're making 34 the first number.
2: See, <laughs> this is why Disney. That's the last thing Disney needs to do before they can make all of the money in the world. They just need to take just all start of porn. their series and just do porn with it as well. Just skip the yeah. middle, well, man. Well, Pro- yeah, produce their own porn.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh. Side note. Uh. I guess. I. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> so I had a friend. I anyway, I've told this story before.
0: I'll uh, tell it anyway. You
3: hear the story? I want to hear yeah. it. Yeah, my friend, I had a friend a sleeping over his house, and his parents are, like away, or they're out at night, like going to dinner or something. It's like my dad's got this VHS. You want to see it? I'm like, all right, let's see it. And it's fucking a Snow White porno from like the '70s. <laughs> oh. All the dwarfs banging the shit out of Snow White. And me and him were like 13 years old watching it, We both have boners. Just like nice. Your uh. dad's weird, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, so it's been done, Travis. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it. You've seen it all. Mike has seen the entire internet, ladies and gentlemen. It really has. I've been to a lot of dark places. So although the the general public version was enough to catch the eye of the suppression society that I mentioned, um, the X-rated version wasn't so much the stories itself. It was the vast number of footnotes that Burton loved to include uh, that kind of pushed it over the edge here, especially because I mentioned he also came up with a six-volume supplemental material (laughs) on the stories. Uh, There were things like the origin of the condom, uh, various recipes to induce abortions, uh, and, of course, his vast knowledge on male and female circumcision – and another weird one I found was the traditional murder practice by certain Arab tribes where women would literally smash a dude's balls into a like like a, a bloody mess and then just leave them in the desert. That's hot.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Oh, I that's that happened to me. You have a four page footnote. On what camel cummies are? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> One footnote in particular, uh, which you you know we mentioned, really long footnotes. It started as a footnote and eventually became its own book. Was the Sotadic Zone theory that I mentioned? Oh, <laughs> this was a, as a footnote. Originally a footnote, then published into its own book, <laughs> small book. Um.
1: I'm picturing he wrote that footnote on the same night that he first tried cocaine and then just was like, this is 270 pages. He pulled a
2: Stephen King. Yeah, a brilliant writing. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> the world's got to read this and I don't need to remember it.
2: So uh, this almost got him in trouble, but the problem was was that Burton had swayed the public's with the public version he had swayed the public's opinion on the whole thing and they saw it as a cultural study and like this isn't smut these are great stories that you're translating um and so that kind of kept the society at bay he very much shaped uh that whole obscene uh you know publication act hmm. right he was like it was, it was such a bestseller it was so popular that there was nothing they could really do Wow, um, and this wasn't just in England; it also sold in America extremely well, and it completely outsold Payne's version. Payne's version Good. was just nothing. Uh, actually, Payne came up with some completely baseless charges of plagiarism um, that were raised after Burton's death. Uh, that I think we've learned enough; were probably completely unfounded. I mean, this dude I don't think would plagiarize. <laughs> Nah, yeah. he took a lot of pride in the writing. Mm-hmm. And now I mentioned it, and we knew it was coming. Burton's death, or okay. the slow decline. We're not there yet. Um, so in 1883, right after pub- the first publication of the Knights, um, Burton suffers his first heart attack. Oh, now this heart attack sent Isabel into a tailspin and she not only became obsessed with, uh, defending and solidifying her husband's legacy, but she also started to worry about his eternal soul. Don't worry Mm. about that. I, I'm pretty
1: worried right now too. Yeah. (laughs) Can't talk about religion, but still got to pray each night.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, save his soul. It's been hanging out with a lot of Muslims. You know I don't know, I don't know about you sure
3: that. you're still Catholic <laughs> uh,
2: so despite the fact uh of burton Burton had a heart attack, he continued to work on the nights. uh remember this whole uh Arabian Nights was a three year publication thing and kind of came out slowly um and his consulship in Trieste excuse me. His consulship in Trieste had lapsed in 1885, and he was still hoping to land that sweet consulship in Morocco. Uh, So Isabel and Burton head off to Morocco to kind of assess whether or not they wanted to live in Morocco. And while in Gibraltar, February of 1886, they're celebrating their anniversary, Isabel and Richard. Richard receives a telegram addressed to Sir Richard Burton. Uh, he tossed the telegram over to Isabel saying, some fellow is playing a practical joke uh, or else it's not for me. I shall not open it. And uh, eventually uh, Isabel's like, yeah, open it. And he opened it. And it was a letter congratulating him that the queen had made him a knight commander of St. Michael and St. George for his years of service to the crown. Wow. Wow. She was really into the Kama Sutra. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, I got fucked so many different ways by stinky men. uh, Victoria (laughs) had a, didn't he have? She have an Indian lover, right?
0: I don't know. Probably. I
2: I thought
1: she was like super devoted to Albert. I thought, but I could be wrong. I thought there
2: was. We need to look into it because I'm pretty sure she had like a secret Indian lover. Or maybe that's just vicious slander. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Actually that was his porno name is Vishnu Slender.
2: <laughs> yeah no Vic, Vicky Vicky was a uh, Vicky was dirty. Um Prince Albert Yeah so, made it herself so yeah. Burton's initial reaction to the letter was I shall not accept it. And Isabel said, You better accept it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for you see, Isabel had been trying her hardest for decades to get Burton knighted. Uh, it uh, it wasn't just because she saw him as God amongst men. She wanted to be called Lady Burton. <laughs> oh, she didn't have the title? Yeah. I see. Burton did accept, so uh, after all these years, uh, finally, the very last stage of his life, he's Sir Richard Burton. All right. He made it. Ultimately, it did. It. Yeah. Ultimately, the Burtons were not very happy with Morocco. They th- thought it was a smelly harbor town, uh, and Burton would not get the position anyway. But that didn't really matter because, uh, due to the publication of the uh, Arabian Nights, he was making a fuck ton of money. Uh, something like, I think it was 12,000 pounds a year. Uh, And just for reference, his consulship to Trieste was 600 pounds a year. Wow. It's making loads of money. Um, So Isabel and Richard would continue to live in Trieste uh, for the rest of their lives. And uh, Burton's condition continued to deteriorate. And he got a bad case of the gout.
0: Uh too much
3: meat. Too much meats. Oh, oh boy! Does that mean your big toe gets
0: all swollen? I think that's the starting one. Yeah,
2: that's the starting sign. Oh, uh, you got, you got that uh, hitchhiker's toe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you suck on your big toe. Yeah, <laughs> ladies that are you know uh, that do foot porn try to get gout because I'm just saying that makes it look a lot better. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a tit job yeah. for, for <laughs> her feet. Yeah, yeah. You got anime thigh and toe. Yeah. I love it. Uh Isabel employed a live in physician to live with them. Uh oh. now Burton was not very mobile at this time. I mean, they were moving around a little bit, they were touring. Um, but he continued to translate. Uh he published a Arabic love manual called The Perfumed Garden for his Kama Shastra Society in 1886. Um, Now, the only thing, he he published The Perfume Garden, but he did not translate the last chapter of this book, uh, which was chapter 21, which exclusively dealt with homosexuality. The plan was to translate this chapter later and reissue the book as The Scented Garden. I don't know why it changed the name of the book, but you had the, the gay sex in there, now it's Scented Garden. All right. Interesting. Um, Isabel actually wrote to Burton's co-translator, who was in London, trying to convince the guy he's working with that Burton should stop working on pornographic material as she didn't want his reputation to be tarnished, uh the co translator basically wrote back uh telling her to fuck off. Uh and yeah. if you write me again, I'll tell your husband that you've been writing me behind your back. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yo. Yeah. This
1: yeah. is not in the uh, what was it partaking in his interests? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Breaking the Be rules. Bitch. So many. Rule rules. Seven. Come on, lady. Keep your fucking mouth short.
3: Break <laughs> <Make> my beans. <laughs> well fucking blow me beans, whore. Yeah. You slag.
2: You've been biking me bags by my back, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Are you a fucking <off-walking> Danny? <laughs> now, Burton, Q and Lee. Yeah. Burton, get the taxi. He's British. He is. <laughs> yeah, he's knighted. He is? I, God, I'm, God, I'm God, assuming he, should, he, he is. That's probably going to be the be. last knighthood that... Who's
1: the queen's favorite porn star. Yeah, that's the
2: last knighthood that the queen's going to do before she dies. <laughs> 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 I mean, he deserves it. Yeah. He's very... Uh, Seen his work, I'll say that. And oh, okay. and cool and work. the queen is gonna use yeah. the queen is gonna use his own penis to knight him. <laughs> it's long enough. He can hit his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there probably is a
3: porno
0: like that with him and it. Probably. Him Someone or getting knighted. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's knighted people. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can he knight
2: himself? Yes find out next week uh so burton (laughs) suffered a second heart attack february of 1887 isabel who still wouldn't shut the fuck up about the fact that burton was unbaptized eventually convinced him to get baptized catholic although this wasn't in front of the church it was just with her in the room. she did her i'm gonna baptize you thing oh my god oh cool yeah this is gonna go well (laughs) Same thing. You're gonna send me to hell.
0: Yeah, a place I didn't even believe in. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Bert, <laughs> yeah, right?
2: I'm sure. Burton was probably like, just do it. I don't really care. I don't believe this shit. You know what I mean? He was
1: probably asleep. She yeah. read the Kama Sutra and was like, yeah. oh,
2: this is. I can just turn this around on him.
0: So you're just gonna get water on me? <laughs> All right. Don't tell anyone. Oh, so it, it's, <laughs> it's funny
2: you mentioned that, Connor, because uh, she was forbidden to read <laughs> Arabian Nights. <laughs> She published really? it. She brought the manuscript to London to get it published, but Burton was like, don't read this one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're not going to like
2: yeah. this one. Don't read this.
0: She's like, I'm so tired of reading anyway. I just want to snug up on the couch, yeah.
2: talk to God. Uh. People. So Burton got worse and worse. Uh, he was still working on the scent- Scented Garden, that last chapter in regards to homosexuality. But he also became like a 19th century sneakerhead. And started to collect a whole bunch of boots. Oh, he got a drip? <laughs> yeah. He was dripped out. His collection included hundreds of pairs of boots. He just l- That's f- loved boots. Very weird.
3: Not yeah. weird? <laughs> He's fashionable. Sneakerhead, dude. Ba-
0: yeah, you know, back then, it was like, what? They had like 12 different styles? No, they're dropping the Airboot the Air 9000 yeah. colorway. <laughs> yeah. It's and, like at, uh, different at shades. 422,
1: of- <laughs> I gotta be online.
0: <laughs> different shades of... Brown, (laughs) (laughs) like it's still eighteen hundreds. This one's got a zip tie on it. Yeah, this one comes with NFT. (laughs)
3: It's
0: (laughs) black leather on the
3: outside. Someone came on these brothels. (laughs) I have to have
0: these are made of cow, and these goat, and these ones are made of chicken feathers.
2: Uh, It's human skin. (laughs) Uh, Well, that was one of the books he was trying to get published. Were you there for that? human skin no i think uh, he was yeah. uh I was
3: having sex with my broken leg yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was busy yeah. mike made a point to have sex when we record mm-hmm. yeah. and i was thinking you guys why I didn't come
2: <laughs> 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 we
1: were with guy fieri <laughs> yeah <laughs> we were
2: holding hands <laughs> We were doing one of those. <laughs> we were doing one of those like uh, things where you hold the electrode and you all touch hands and they light up. With <laughs> <sky feathers. Yeah. laughs> I
3: think when my parents was like dying or something. One of those days. Yeah, no, you've been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. mm. um, Switch it off.
2: Yeah. So now, as we know, all things come to an end, and of course, we're going to have a bit of postmortem on this Titan. I mean, we made it this far. I know this is a long episode, but I want to wrap it all up nice for you guys.
0: Yeah, do it now. I'm tired.
2: (laughs) Um, Burton knew his time was coming. He got more and more fatalistic. And on October 19th, uh, 1890, Burton went to bed and then he was complaining when he went to bed that he had a bunch of gouty pain. And at four in the morning, October 20th, he woke up uh, his live-in physician and Isabel saying that he was suffocating. Oh, yeah. Isabel held him, and Burton said, Oh, puss. (laughs) Oh, puss. The chloroform, the ether, or I'm a dead man. And that, that was pretty much his last line, his last words.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, I wish it was just a oh, oh, flat
2: line. Like, uh,
0: Probably wasn't even referring to her. Yeah.
2: No. Burton. Burton like some other puss. Burton slumped back. Get my boots. Burton slumped back into Isabel's arms, and the doctor tried to keep his heart pumping by hooking up an electric battery to his heart.
1: Nice,
3: <laughs>
2: Isabel. I
1: just uh, took this out of my Honda Civic. But, yeah, uh, it should work.
2: Isabel made him keep the battery hooked to his chest from four in the morning until seven in the morning. Oh, <laughs> so she just wanted to torture it him. Fried, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You think
0: they
1: it's only stop him? They're like, it's his kind of his skin's yeah, burning. Sizzling.
2: Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> what's that smell? Yeah. <laughs> Isabel, the instant Burton went downhill, she was more concerned about giving him his extreme unction or last, uh, you know, communion. Uh, So she sent for Father Pietro Martinelli, um, who eventually arrived at the house uh, at 7 a.m. Burton had stopped breathing at 5 a.m. Isabel told the father that Burton needed extreme unction. And the father was like, "I can't because he never declared himself Catholic," and so Burton uh, Isabel begged and begged and was like, "Oh, trust me, I'll I'll show you that he's baptized Catholic. I have paperwork or something that I fucking did. I don't know." And um, eventually, she probably bothered this father enough that. He was the priest looked at Burton, who was stiff and probably, I'd say he's getting cold, but he has a battery hooked up to his chest. <laughs> um, and the father asked, Is he dead? And Isabel said, No. So the father gave the corpse of Sir Richard Burton his last sacrament. <laughs>
0: Oh, after
2: he was baptized in his sleep a month earlier, he was already
0: in hell. It's too late.
2: Isabel sat with Burton's corpse, believing that his mind did not end until sundown. And when the sun finally set, she said, let the world rain fire and brimstone on me now. Oh, she's waiting for the rapture because God is dead now without doing the math. Can you guys guess how old Richard was?
0: Sixty one. No. I go with sixty nine.
1: Bing 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 bing. <laughs> oh.
4: hey.
0: How did you not get that, Mike? That's your generation invented that. Yeah, we invented had that one, Tom. <laughs> not
3: even, even the Kama
1: Sutra had sixty nine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's just too easy to die Well 69. I'm just saying how there must be a Very there fitting. must be a higher power. There is cre there is intelligent design. God is real. Yeah. I'm dying at four, Isabel's right. That. So let's talk a little bit about the post here. So right off the bat, Isabel uh, made this whole big grand Catholic funeral for Burton in Trieste where they were living. His body was then embalmed. Um, and I, if you remember, uh, during one of the episodes, they had purchased a uh, lot on a graveyard in London. Um, right. So some shit went down between Burton's body moving from Trieste to London. Uh, so, in Burton's will, he gave everything to Isabel, uh, and his reasoning was that his in his collections and his translations, this would help provide income for her. Um, one of the things, the first thing she did was burn the copy of the Scented Garden, which was never <laughs> oh <my> published. <laughs>
0: but how are we going to know about gay people? Yeah. We're going to have to wait until Netflix comes around and Fire (laughs) Island on Hulu.
2: So when Burton and the body arrived in London eight months later, she held another Catholic funeral in London and it had been leaked that she burnt the copy of Burton's last work, which pissed off all of Burton's friends. Uh, So... Yeah, that makes sense. Poet... Elsa Lynn Linton wrote, um, it is not my part to strip and whip the popish uh, mendocracies of that poor liar, Lady Burton, uh, for course she has befouled Richard's memory like a harpy. Wow. And, uh, novelist Uda, uh, when finding out that Isabel had burnt the Sentin Garden called her a hysterical illiterate woman.
0: <laughs> that was also coming like from another just... woman, too.
2: That Uda was a Uda was a <laughs> yeah. woman. It seems like
1: everyone's just finally able to say what they feel about yeah. Isabel now that Richie's gone.
2: Algernon Swinburne was of course oh Swinburne was of course the most pissed off. And he wrote this long long poem basically condemning the false god of catholicism and saying that uh the corpse will be theirs to mock but the soul is free so he's like you're parading burton's corpse around in a catholic church but he's not catholic uh nice
0: in a poem nonetheless yes
2: of course very hardcore this is rage against the machine machine shit
0: yeah Yes, Bulls
2: on Parade. (laughs) (laughs) Isabel spent the next seven years until her death in 1896 trying to reshape Burton's life, to cleanse it of all things pornographic. She continued to burn Richard's journals and diaries, anything she could find. Uh, Many of uh, his friends and fans uh, would have seen this burning as, like, the burning of the vanities, right? <laughs> she sucks. <Yeah. laughs> Bad. Some journals have survived, and that's how we kind of know some things. He left journals with the his, uh, Anthropological Society and some things, but everything in his, uh, her collection that she inherited was burnt. Um, wow. Who knows? We, this could have been a 20-part series. <laughs> <laughs> And that, my friends, is Sir Richard Burton, probably the most interesting man I have researched. Uh, I want to say a big shout-out to my two main sources, uh, Burton by Byron Farewell and The Devil Drives by Fawn M. Brody. Um, I say shout-out, but these authors have been long dead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, Fawn Brody <laughs> inter- interestingly enough was the first historian that put forth that TJ boned Sally Hemings in the 70s oh yeah. um, alright and there were other resources I pulled directly from Burton's books and uh, it's just been a wild few months ride of research and um, and yeah that's it that's that's Burton wow
1: that's, that's awesome. quite the life
2: I'll say that now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely deserving of
0: this ten-parter. Yeah, Travis, thanks for doing all that research, dude.
2: Yeah, man. I had a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed Burton. There's so many more stories. If you're interested, go check him out. You can get all of his uh, books still. A little, some of them are a little hard to come by. But a lot of the people have just uploaded them. So mm. check them out. I looked up the word for it. It's a deckology, a ten-part
1: series. Oh, shit. This is a deckology. Our first Dickology. Yeah, our
2: per- <laughs> fitting for a guy like Dicky Yeah, Age yes. 69 Dickology.
0: It's beautiful. Wow. You know what else Very is beautiful, fitting. guys? Uh, giving us money.
2: Wait. Please. please. Wait, go to- I wonder to- Sorry, there was one other thing I wanted to what? mention. Don't give us money. Travis Don't give us money this episode because the final thing, I skipped this part. One more thing I'd like to mention. So there there was one thing that Isabel did get right. In the fact that um, when Burton died, she had a pretty badass mausoleum built in that lot at Mary Magdalene uh, Catholic Church in Mortlake, London, uh, graveyard. This mausoleum was a giant sandstone Bedouin tent with, uh, you know, um, the Star of Islam all over it and crosses. It was skillfully crafted uh, so it actually looks like canvas. And there is a window on the top of the tent, so you can walk up this ladder and look down into the tent and see the two caskets of Isabel and Richard and all of these like Islamic decorations and shit that they put in the tent. And the crypt is still there today, and I'd love to make a stop to London and check it out. And if you want to, uh, instead of giving us Patreon money this episode, there is... Usually, I wouldn't say give any money to the Catholic Church. There is a uh, site you can go to to help with the preservation of their tomb, and we're going to be giving them money from our Patreon fund. I've decided. Give me money. What, what the hell? Yeah, dude. Tell
3: us,
0: a travis. Give us money. Mike's never <laughs> seen a dollar of that. Yeah. Mike, <laughs> we can't. We we've been refusing to buy him a hat as a bit. And now I'm uh, sort of. We're going to my... give
2: money to fucking Richard's tomb. You're gonna. You're gonna buy the Catholic Church a hat before Mike. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know
3: I back it. He died at 69. He deserves a little. I'll ready. post
2: the link because uh, I want. It's mainly it's <laughs> mainly selfish because I want to see the London before some, or the, the mausoleum before some chav fucking defaces it.
0: All right, well, fine.
3: Give that money. <laughs> you could sneak me in some yeah. money. I'll put my private.
0: Yeah, you could give us money too because yeah. we're pretty
2: cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, or you could just give us money and then because we're going to give some money to, you know, it all works out. Oh, we're not, we're not. Money for a road it, trip to England.
0: It doesn't need gas. This guy was making <laughs> 12,000 pounds a year.
1: All...
2: 12,000 pounds a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's all gone. He definitely, made got
1: he definitely sold the Aladdin rights to Disney, too. Oh, yeah. So, Oh, God. Susie and the Banshees.
3: Get over
0: it. Can we maybe get someone else in there? Like, have a third... Oh Chico? Chico! Chico yeah. needs to be in there!
1: Chico or the dog? What's the dog's name? Uh, Nip. What was... Nip. <laughs> no, I was
2: thinking actually, of someone really who's still put alive. Speak in there. Yeah, I'll put go. Speak yeah. in
0: there. Put, put oh. me in,
3: alive in the tomb. In, alive in the
0: tomb. That will be our big thing. Mike will do a, an hour in the tomb.
1: I'll do a whole week. Do um, one of those protest things where people glue their hands to stuff.
0: you that that they use glue music video, the with a lighter?
1: <laughs> I'd be like...
0: Get me out of this box.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Like,
1: uh, Uma
0: Thurman.
3: Who was, who was uh, the big whore that he wanted to fucking... No, it's... The big Spanish whore. <laughs> that got away. What? Oh, wait.
0: <laughs> wait, the nun? Oh, yeah, the,
3: the nun. nun. Yeah. The big busty yeah. nun. Yeah. Yeah. Put her in the tomb.
1: <laughs> put the, yeah. Put a hot nun in the tomb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Find that dead body. Lay it right on top of Vizibel's. <laughs> oh, okay. no. Lay it on top
1: of Richie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Look at this, you Bye dumb me. bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's cool. I hope you didn't listen to the last part. <laughs> Give us your money <laughs> on patreon.com slash Uh Thanks for listening. You belong here. Yada, yada, yada. Good night. Any other words? Bye.
2: Uh, shrimp it.
0: Drive safe.
3: It's <laughs> No deer. <laughs> no deers.
0: Don't hit no deer.
1: We got to get you that whistle. Shit. The deer whistle.
3: I need something to like, mercy kill someone in a car with. I need like a, a gun. Alright. Yeah, just get a gun. Alright, bye. All right, bye. bye.